Like, if it's like Valley, like talking like California girls, like, hi, like, whatever. I mean, it's like t- totally like, hi. And I mean, yeah, I'm an actress. Yeah. Sure. I mean, seven inches is totally fine for me. That's totally fine. It's my first time. We interrupt mall bitches to bring you this music channel television news newscast. Now, here's your host, Blizzard. Hi. (laughs) Okay, well, so as everybody knows by now, um, last night, aliens came to Earth and abducted all the world's smart people. So um, we don't know when they're coming back. And uh, we're pretty much the only news team that's still around, so uh, keep it here while we try to figure out what to do. (laughs) Abs and a six-pack. Abs and a six-pack! Hello, abs and a six-pack. I can do this voice. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be live here for the next two hours. We will be live here for the next two hours. This is Abdin Six Pack, episode 107, with Gordo of those conspiracy guys. Long time coming, man. I'm a huge fan of everything you do, and I'm happy to have, finally have a chat with you. Thanks very much for having me. It's uh, great to be here. It's late at night here in Ireland. But uh, yeah, I'm fitting uh, well and full of tea and ready to go. Yes, I'm, yeah, I'm drinking on a. Uh, Drinking on a Terrapin Pog IPA. These things aren't as good as I remembered them being. I hadn't had one in a minute. I haven't drank in 10 years, man, so um, I don't even know what IPA means. <laughs> I think it's India Pale Ale or It's a Pale Ale. No, but I, like, when you say like I'm drinking that thing, I'm like, how, I don't, there's no even like taste memory. There's no, there's uh, nothing. Yeah. I'm going to get mean. you back on the wagon by the end of the night. No, no way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Uh, that is, you're, you're, you're um, I don't take this the wrong way, but you're, isn't it like a betrayal to your heritage that you don't drink as an Irishman? Do you know what it is, right? It's like, um, it's not a betrayal to the heritage. Like, it's not like, you know, uh, if you're a, a Rastafarian, you can't cut off your dreads. Or if you're a Jehovah's Witness, you're not allowed to take a blood transfusion or something like that. It's just fucking social uh, inconvenience. And I think it's because there's a general... I guess needs for uh, social amnesia when motherfuckers are out doing wild shit and yeah. if I'm the only one not drinking, then they're like, he's the only one that's going to remember. Oh, dude. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> and then like the, the worst thing, like the worst experience ever, pretty much, it's definitely high up on the list is when you're just super stoned and you go to a party and it's just a bunch of drunk people, but you're not drunk at all. It's like he walked into the movie Idiocracy. It's honestly kind of yeah. incredible. I, I, I used to, <laughs> when I started not drinking, I used to either go to a party early and leave early or go late and stay late. Because if you go early and leave late, <laughs> it's like watching an elderly relative slip into dementia. It's just like the guys at the start of the night were like, yeah, yeah, how's work doing? Yeah, it's great, man. Yeah, getting hit the numbers, getting the targets, you know. And then after four hours, like, oh, my mother never really loved me. Do you want to get a burger? <laughs> like, it's fucking, it's, it's kind of sad. Like, yeah. but I can't, I can't, like, I can't do that anymore. Um, my tolerance for idiocy has really uh, gone 
way down. And, and Irish people call that having no crack or being no crack. You're like, ah, you're no crack. Uh, okay. So come on, can we finish robbing this bank? I'm like, no, no, you're all right. Ah, come on, you're no crack. Like, <laughs> it's a bit, uh, it's a bit of a, yeah. uh, uh, a tightrope walk, you know. It, what you said too reminded me of the old, I'm going to butcher it, but Bill Hicks had some kind of whole tangent he went on about how if you want to look at a, a government, a, a country, a society, and a government, what they, how tyrannical they are, look at what drugs they promote and which ones they outlaw. In America, it's yeah. caffeine to keep you at work, nicotine to keep you like sharp and working, and booze to keep you dumb. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. They're all, imagine, imagine, you know, the lads are like, uh, it's 11.30, it's 11.30, it's 11.30. Dun, 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 dun. I don't want you. Dun, 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 dun. And then you just, there's a lad out in the <laughs> out in the quad and he's just hitting a metal pipe full of DMT, just saying, <laughs> like, see you in 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, Luke, Lucas is on his lunch. Uh, oh yeah, where's he going for his lunch? Uh, fifth Dimension. <laughs> so oh, will you bring us back? <laughs> will you bring us back something? It's a bit, um, it's a bit extreme, you know? Well, that was the Alan Watts thing is like you, the only way you like you know like uh, a knight went on some heroic quest is he brings back like you know the dragon's head or like a treasure chest or something, and his commentary on a lot of the rock and roll of the seventies when he was doing the speech was some people just go go into that dimension and then they just think they can throw any old thing together and because under that influence of those psychedelics any old thing just seems like the best thing ever it seems like the works and it's like yeah so you have to. Yeah, like if you're going on your lunch break into the DMT realm, you'd hopefully at least bring back a clockwork elf or something to show somebody. <laughs> Somebody's gonna come back and do the work for you. <laughs> it's hard. It's it's. I've never done. Uh, I've never done hallucinogenics. It's one of the great regrets of my of my um, debaucherous youth. Um, I was to be honest. I was afraid of it. I was afraid that I'd like yeah. it too much. Or I was afraid that I wouldn't. Well, they're definitely not back, addictive, you know? at least in pretty much every case I've seen, but. You also, but yeah, but you always have those fucking stories. That yeah, the guy, you, t- you know, he took he took half a dozen hits of acid, and then he just got stuck in a trip, yeah. and he's like stuck in like nineteen seventy nine or something like that. And there was the one like they, fucking, always, they always told us at church, like in multiple churches. And then I realized this was just a completely made up story that they would tell in school and church. Was there was there was a guy, and then this is how I knew it was made up because I heard two different versions of it at one point, and they, they would tell it like it was totally true. It's like a guy took peyote, and he thought he was a glass of orange juice for the rest of his life, and he never wanted to move because he thought he would tip over. And you you hear that and you're a kid, and you're like, whoa, what? <laughs> but then like later on, I heard at a different church, because that was in school, and then at a church, it was like, this guy took LSD, and he thought he was a glass of milk for the rest of his life. And I'm like, you guys are just making this shit up. It's like the telephone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just various, various beverages. Yeah, this is ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. uh, be- before we get too far into it, I did want to give a shout out to uh, the producers for the last episode. We did a whole episode on horse paste, and uh, I forgot to shout out the uh, executive producers of that episode until the very end. So just to give them credit again for episode, the episode with Joe from OBDM we did about horse paste. That was uh, Booberry, Servo, and Bowl After Bowl of the Bowl After Bowl podcast, and Lavish and Booberry do... Uh, Behind the schemes and servo also donated. So thank you guys again for producing that horse paste episode. I have a bunch of episodes in the can that I have yet to release. So at some point those will be getting out there. <laughs> same I, fucking shitloads, man. I haven't listened to your uh what was it, the uh, David Koresh one? Is that the latest? That was the latest one. It was recorded only a little while ago in the first the I think the first or no, the second uh 
Maybe the first one recorded in the newest studio. So I'm in my third iteration of TCG Towers here in uh, Mayo in Ireland, out the country. Basically, we moved from the city in Dublin right out the sticks to the far west coast by the Atlantic. And uh, yeah, the David Koresh one's in the can. We got a, a Project Bluebeam in the can. Yeah, the episode you did with just Mike on OBDM was fantastic. And Mike and I just did a oh, Blue Beam so episode fun, on here. Yeah, we just, Blue Beam has been in the uh, in the zeitgeist lately. Like we did a three-parter on Blue Beam like last year. Oh, with yeah. The, with the, it's, it's, it's totally going to happen. Yeah. It's totally going to fucking happen. Like that's the thing, you know, I, I, planned, I, I have all these planned out for years and uh, I wanted to do season eight. I wanted to do Blue Beam because I was like, oh, yeah, get that shit ready. That shit's going to happen soon. A quick <laughs> release the episode before they actually, you know, before it's too late. And um, uh, I wanted to do a Pizzagate episode before Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, this kind of stuff, you know. So it's just trying to trying to get it all done before <laughs> before the veils all fall to the floor and the conspiracies don't become conspiracies anymore. What's that meme with Jim from the office? It's like, you know, what's the difference between conspiracy theories and the truth? About six months. Like that's the yeah. that's the going <laughs> yep. right now at the moment where. Um, you know, all you have to do is just wait. And not even uh, six months now. Sometimes it's yeah, it's a, two days, a couple of weeks turnaround. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like uh, fucking that nine hundred page report about Fauci telling Porky Pies about everything, and you know that's shit that people were saying like even a few weeks ago when Rand Paul was spanking his arse, and <laughs> you know everyone was going like, oh yeah, Fauci's lying in Congress. And then the whole news was like, look at how Fauci mopped the floor with Rand Paul. And then the other side is like, Rand Paul rams Fauci's arsehole live and, you know, on C-SPAN. And it's just this total, like, uh, two sets of people looking at the same event, getting completely different fucking messages from it. You do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. That's him. <laughs> You've got the fucking soundboard, bro. That's that's <laughs> professional. Uh, I try. I'm not. I'm nowhere yeah. as good as Mike is on OBDO. Mike is like a wizard. But it, <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. They, so, they, so that's no it. You don't know what you're talking about. Says, <laughs> says, says Fauci. And Rand Paul is like, well, when, well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Let's just tell you what, Anthony. Tell you what, Tony. Let's just tone. Let's just let's just have have a wait for about four weeks. And we get a fucking report that's 900 pages long that shows everything you've been telling telling fucking lies about, you know? But, I mean, is that going to happen? I don't know. That's why you have to get this stuff out. Conspiracy, I, I never wanted to be like a news conspiracy show uh, because it's too fucking hard to keep on top of it. Even since 2014, since we started, like, the stuff that was happening. Like current events, from, you mean? Even from the start of the Trump Current events, man. The start of the Trump administration, it was just bang, 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 bang. Awesome. Something new every week. Some mad fucking bullshit that you'd have to take apart and it would mean nothing. Like the Russia Gate, nothing burger. <laughs> yeah. You could fucking spend weeks on that. You could spend months taking it apart, going through, you know, uh, all the fucking, all the news reports and the, what people said and all the different documents and all the fucking, go for, for, for weeks. You could make a whole show on it. And you well, look back on it now. And it's, and it's pointless it to try nothing. to do that consistently because nobody does it nearly as well as No Agenda. Curry and Dvorak have that locked down. There's mm. nobody that's even a close second or third. So Yeah, and it ends up becoming like, sure, it's 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 out there for, you know, historians or anthropologists to come back over to find out why America imploded on itself. But, 
for for the for the discerning listener, um, I don't think any members of the public are going back on. Do you know what I'd love to do today on my long car journey? Listen to conspiratorial false news reports from twenty early twenty seventeen from CNN talked about by Adam Curry. Like it's not top of the oh, list. Oh, you you mean there's no reason to go back and listen to the old stuff? Yeah, because yeah, it comes yeah. out as being bullshit. But but you're chasing it the whole time. Like you're in, you know, the on today's stuff. Like doing like what Tim Pool does. You know, um, every day some mad shit's happening. You're making the headlines like blam, and it's relevant for like five days. And I knew that wasn't a model that I'd be able to sustain because it's just too much stuff. And now fucking conspiracy theories happening every day. The truth, the truths are are being revealed. You know, like the the, the seventh the seventh seven veil dance of you know those fucking um, Turkish strippers or whatever, and the veils. Just <laughs> I don't know about flow, this. It's thrown to the floor. You know, like this. Lies. Like it's just fucking uh, these silk scarves just tumbling to the floor. Oh, it's a metaphor. I thought there was actually a conspiracy theory where some Turkish strippers no, were yet. doing that, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> send me a video over here." Yeah, Trump, uh, Trump, Trump paid them to to, to piss on him. Um, <laughs> See, but yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> but it's no, it is like that, man. It's just it's just too hard to catch up. But so, like, if I want to do a blooming episode, uh, I planned to do it like last summer, and then it was coming up to this summer, and I was like. Oh shit! We better hurry up before the aliens actually come, and this this episode is pointless. So it's yeah. recorded now. This is now. so important. We have to do this. I have. Uh, it's, it's absolutely essential. We've <laughs> got to get this happening. The aliens are coming. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen the uh, the movie Tron? Okay. Have you ever seen the movie, the Disney movie, uh, Flight of the Navigator? Okay. It's a little eyeball, and he flies a silver ship. And then a kid who looks like that guy from the Wonder Years gets on and he brings him into the future, okay? And he gets a little pet. He gets a little pet, looks like a seahorse, okay? Beautiful. I always wanted one of them when I was a kid. Uh, let's be nice. I'm being nice. <laughs> Just I'm do it. Do, okay? do a Trump arguing with the Trump soundboard for the rest of the show. <laughs> That's a podcast in itself, man. <laughs> uh no, it's uh, it's it's cool. It's cool to be where I am at the moment. Where it's like some of the stuff I said like two and three and four years ago, with the with the beauty and the the gift of hindsight and the ability to you know see patterns in history and be able to connect the dots in my own mind and be able to then put them together in an entertaining fashion. <laughs> be able to tell all these stories and then hear people coming like three four years later going, "Hey man, I just found your show and." Uh, that shit you said in 2017, that's all coming true now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like I was in on it. It's right. like, it's like it's they happened. admit what they're doing. That's what Alex exactly. Jones always, it's like, it's not like I'm just some kind of fucking wizard over here. They, yeah, blue, yeah. they blueprint all this out in their white papers. And he's like, yeah, see exactly. If, see if I have some papers. I have, I have the documents. <laughs> so you rustle the papers around. I mean, he's right though. It's like, that's an immaculate Alex Jones. As well, they they, they admit all that shit. Yeah, the writing's on the wall. Um, yeah. But also, like, you can see it being tested in other places, um, other regimes. There's a, a documentary series on Netflix, and it's like a TV series narrated by the guy who played the imp in Game of Thrones. What's his name again? I never watched Game of Thrones. Ara Christ. He, he, played, he played the the uh, the little person who was the writer in Elf 
that oh oh yes okay he was in uh three billboards remember that yes yeah yeah yeah. what's that guy's name he's the small little person is the politically correct way to say it right now you can't say midget anymore yeah anyway he he's the narrator and uh, he he talks us through the peter dinklage peter dinklage the the peter talks us through the uh the tyrant the tyrant's handbook and basically looking back over like the regime of Saddam Hussein, the regime of Idi Amin, uh, Hitler, Stalin, you know, all of these, like the top, the top dudes and uh, the techniques used, mind control and intimidation and all this kind of psychological warfare kind of techniques. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if they planned on releasing it now in the middle of the lockdown pandemic where they're the American government and the media, the the the, the mainstream industrial complex is for fucking hammering people using all of those techniques, using all of those uh, methods of control, and it's almost like they're laughing at you, going, "Look at what Saddam Hussein did, and look at what Hitler did, look what Stalin did," and now like look around you, is that not happening now? But it's just a TV show, it's just a TV show. I'm Peter Dinklage. See you next time. Like it's fucking. Uh, right. It's not hard to see every, patterns. It, you know? Every time I have Pat Militich on, he's crazy. He's like, it's not that people don't know their history. That's part of it. But it's mainly, it's just they refuse to believe that that could happen today. But yeah. at the same time, they'll turn around and go, how could the Germans let that get so bad? And they're the same people like, yeah. <laughs> you're the not vaccinated, I hope you die. Are, I hope your mom. They're hoping that are hoping Joe Rogan dies because he said a bad thing that they don't agree with or like oh the horse paste like, yeah yeah horse paste Dude, let's I, keep let's keep everybody who hasn't taken a vaccine out. like let's put yellow stars on on armbands and make them wear them and do you know like it's it's part of a natural I don't know it must be something natural in the human brain that that certain set of actions and a certain set of commands and a certain set of motivators can elicit this extreme and kind of abhorrent response, but like, yeah. And these, these psychologists have figured out how to manipulate us. Like these psychologists, yeah. Elite controllers have figured out, but there's also like human beings are, if anything, we're adaptable. So you just go along with your surroundings as, uh, with the exception of the, um, uh, contradictory. (laughs) What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, it's somebody that's just always going to do the opposite of what they're told. With the exception of that personality type, human beings are generally just going to go along with what everybody else is doing around them. And that's how you get a Nazi Germany. That's how you get a, a biosecurity police state that we have globally right now. Yeah, there's experiments that are done in very entertaining ways um, that that display exactly that. There's a, there's a guy here in the UK called Darren Brown. And um, very interesting dude. He's like a mentalist or whatever, you know. And he like does Chris all Angel, mind freak. A, a little bit classier and <laughs> way less uh, eye makeup. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so so Darren Brown is really, um, uh, I guess, pioneering in that in that field. He's going for years. He's going for like twenty years nearly now. Yeah, I'm looking at one his of Wikipedia. the ones. Oh, he's amazing! Like he's so good. Like the stuff he puts out, he's so entertaining. He's so charismatic. And he started off doing stuff like, you know, the streets, street magic stuff where it's like 
hey, could you tell me in this and that and this? And then uh, they end up like he just goes like, yeah. And you go down here. Yeah, just give us your watch there, will you? Yeah. And then and then you, so you take a left. Show me that bottle. Here, hold this bottle. Will you give me your wallet? And then, yeah, thanks very much. Okay, listen, thanks thanks for the directions. Bye, bye, bye. Like after going and asking someone directions, does that. And he's just, he has them on this, I don't know, like it's called like a yes ladder where they're fucking, you know, agreeing. Like, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So give me your wallet then, yeah? Yeah, okay. And then they just get, and then they're walking away and he just, disappears into the crowd and they take about eight steps and they pat themselves down and go oh did I give that cunt my wallet and my watch what the fuck did I just do that for and then he appears back out of the crowd he's like here's your wallet and your watch I gotcha I think it just shows like I think Rogan's had this guy on hadn't he or maybe not I don't don't know if he's on there but there was one that was really um, like really stood out well two I I love telling the stories of both of these but the one you were saying where you just have everyone going along with whoever's around you. Uh, it was a test. There was a whole episode where he wanted to recreate the uh, the assassination of Bobby Kennedy. So the, 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 the thesis Han, was... Yeah, the thesis was that Sirhan Sirhan was a, a Manchurian candidate who was hypnotised into shooting Bobby Kennedy and that he was triggered through a hypnotic suggestion by a woman in a polka dot dress... And they basically needed to find the most susceptible person. And they fucking, you know, brought this guy out to a gun range and was teaching him how to shoot, but he was putting him under hypnotic suggestion and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to ruin it if you want to go watch it. It's available online. Like, it's really, really good and very, very interesting because you think, that could never be possible. And it's fucking totally possible with the right dude. And um, we have a whole episode on Bobby Kennedy and those conspiracy guys. And the, the, the background of the Sirhan Sirhan and his, his Christian beliefs and all that stuff and the fact that he was, like, swept up in this... Uh, pretty dark, like um, extreme Christian organization, and his mother was kind of going. She said, "You know, Sirhan is like kind of freaking out, like, and and he denied it the whole time. He only got released on parole there a little while ago as well, right? But um, they tried yeah, to get the that guy. Ju- that just happened. I I didn't keep just up with happened. It. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> conspiracies, man. They're like the silk silk hankies fall to the floor, right? Mm-hmm. So um. So Darren Brown got a load of these people into a room and he's wanting to try and find the most uh, hypnotically suggestible. So he lines 10 people up and they all sit in the chair. And then the first person is a plant. First person is a plant. And he rings a bell and the first person stands up and he rings a bell and the first person sits down again. And he keeps doing that until the next, the second person is looking at the first person standing up and without suggestion and without being told to do it, whenever the bell rings, the first person stands up and then, and then everybody kind of looks at the first person and go, okay, well, subconsciously they're going like, well, that person must know what they're doing. Whenever the bell rings, they stand up and whenever it rings again, they sit down. So there you go. And they feel obliged to stand up. And then when it rings again. (laughs) So it's just, yeah. When it rings again. It's also subliminal. It rings again. Oh, sorry. These are the two. Right. Yeah, they they sit back down again, right? So then, if anyone is not, if any, I totally if anyone blew that not, cue you were giving me. Yeah, come on, bro. I just cut the silence out. <laughs> Whenever the when the, when the next person, when the next like, if there's out of ten people, if a couple of people don't do it, he comes into the room, and goes, "You, you, you, and you, you can leave," and he moves everybody else up and fills the gaps, and he just keeps going until he has ten people that will follow that first person. Standing up when the bell rings. Oh. 
and sitting down when it rings again. Right? You get it. <laughs> so, so then they remove the first person and put put in somebody else, and at that point, there's nobody in the whole thing that was in on the 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 charade. They're all just random people that, for no reason and without any instruction whatsoever, verbally. Whenever a bell rings, they'll stand up, and when it rings again, they'll sit down. It's the whole room full of people. Oh my it, god! It's told. It's told. I think uh, uh, I've seen YouTube videos about the the monkey and the bananas. You know, so there's a bunch of monkeys, and uh, you know, whenever they go for the banana, they get an electric shock, and then when they put a new monkey in, he goes and tries to get the banana, and the rest of the monkeys hold them down. There's a, it's a different. I guess it's a different um, allegorical. Uh, lesson in that where it's like oh yeah the, the group is going to try and keep the person down is trying to be different or whatever yeah but it's this it's this psychology right and they ended up taking the most susceptible of that group and teaching them how to fucking uh, be a be a, a Manchurian candidate like those those experiments where it's showing the fucking hackability of the human mind it's showing what a group will do when they're being manipulated non-verbally that these are the natural processes of the human mind. Another one that's amazing for Darren Brown, that's a whole episode. He has it set up like a game show and he has a hundred people in the audience and they're all wearing masks and nobody knows who they are. And then they show, they have like a 50-50, a choice between a good thing and a bad thing that's going to happen to a stranger. And they're looking at this guy through security cameras in the bar. And it's basically like this bullshit game show that he made up to show that people are inherently cunts. I've seen, the, I think I've seen this one. I'm right? almost positive. Yeah, yeah. So he's sitting in the bar and Darren Brown is like, welcome back to the show. Okay, we have John. He's sitting in the bar and we have a really beautiful woman who comes up to him with two drinks. Now, audience, you have a choice. You can have the beautiful woman give him one of the drinks and ask him to uh, spend some time with her. Or you can choose the bad choice and have her spill both of the drinks all over John. And invariably, the audience would choose the bad thing again and again and again and again. And there's a there's a fucking like it goes all so extreme all the way to like they trash his house and they break. He wins. John wins a TV at the end of it. And they get it. They get the they get the presenter to fucking smash up the TV. They don't even want him to have his prize. And it goes extreme. I don't want to spoil it. Right. But like eventually it just basically shows that when you put anonymity on a group of people, invariably they will turn into a mob because there's some inherent thing in the human condition that they want to be able to, I don't know, exercise their aggression on a an unwitting guest that they have no, feel no responsibility or, or empathy for. They're, they want to, I don't know. And all I, I can tell you is that this is bad. Do you think the <laughs> do, you, do you think the human uh, species like is that the, just the permanent human condition, or are we going to evolve not in a transhumanistic way with technology and neural implants and bullshit, but like are are is is like the are we going to outgrow that at some point as a species? Well, I mean, like, I mean, obviously you, would, you don't know, but it, what's your thoughts? You would like to think so. It seems you would like, like it. to think that people aren't that bad, like right now. You wouldn't think, like, I wouldn't like to think that people would fucking 
gang up gang up on somebody and and uh, anonymously bully them until they kill themselves. But that's happened like <sighs> ten times in the last two and a half years. I didn't mean to laugh. I just you are a loser. <laughs> Everyone hates you. Yeah, thanks, uh, Alex. But that's it. Like they, 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 they gang up. Yeah, they gang up using Twitter and using whatever, and just exercise whatever. Do you know? Like years ago, it was the fucking uh, the Christians in the Colosseum getting torn apart by the lions, or you know, in 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 certain cultures, you know, everybody gets together and they they get somebody who's done something wrong. Most of the time, it's some woman. And they bury bury her up to her neck in sand, and then like fire sto- stones at her head until she's dead, and then dig her up and then fucking set her body on fire, and they do it all as part of this massive mob. So no one's really kind of gu- guilty, really. It's like everyone's doing it together, and um, it, it's uh, like time immemorial. You have groups of people who are doing stuff like that. Now that's not everybody, and it's not the 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 natural the natural um the order. Of, of humanity there's loads of really good people sh- too sure but like when you're facing that kind of inhumane treatment or that kind of mob mentality that becomes insatiable it's very hard as a single person or as a as a, a voice of reason or a voice of humanity to stand up against that it's very hard to say like hey we shouldn't be doing this no matter what you know um there's always somebody then that will shout you down or over justify it or you know and then of course from the other like if you take it now I, I'm trying to get away from talking about the left right paradigm but like the left are calling out for all of these people to be stricken down and then and then the right are kind of doing that too then while saying like ah oh, you can't be you know cancelling people but then they're turning around and going oh you know you guys on the left are doing this and this and this and it should be stopped so it's it's um the James Gunn thing was a good example of that and a couple yeah. other ones it's like okay, like he, James he made Gunn some got, distasteful jokes, but they yeah, yeah the the anti cancel cult. I mean, I get it. It's like you you take our people out for cancel culture. We're gonna try to use your tactics against you, but it's like I don't know exactly. James Gunn got done, then he got out of fucking cancel jail, and then, and then he then just did the new Suicide Squad. Yeah, he did the new Suicide Squad, and then they found some kind of fucking weird pedo stuff on him. Then after that, so again. Yeah, like he's going in and going out of cancel jail. It's all so odd. Um, but this is the thing. So like, so like, is it you take one of ours and we'll take one of yours? Like that's that's. You would like to think that's not the default of humanity. Like chess or checkers, but, where you just sacrifice yeah. one of your pieces, uh, knowing yeah. that you get somebody else's later. Yeah, yeah. The 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 rook did not hang himself. <laughs> um. I'll, just I'll, to I'm going to sacrifice one of my Kathy Griffins and one of my Al Frankens <laughs> for your Ben Shapiro here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it. Like you would like to think that that's not the default of humanity, but then war is the 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 original. You know, the original thing that people talk about. Like there's humans have been at war since since day one. What is it good for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. Not I heard. Say again. Huh. Say oh. again. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, it, but it, but it's like a, a war is the oldest uh, recorded stuff. I mean, that's like the first, like you had Adam and Eve, and then like a week later there was warring tribes. That's pretty much history. Yeah. So like that's that is that is that is the dichotomy the 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 split paradigm the the yin yang the black white the man woman uh, is that is that 
the basic nature of humanity that we're going to end up fucking split down the middle fighting each other over some arbitrary bullshit like it's all it's tribal it's always either either for like food or for you know breeding breeding women or over land or over fucking you know honor some kind of shit some feudal japan shit like it just it just seems like it never stops and there are a lot of great and good people but it seems that the people who do all that stuff get the most coverage and get the most attention and invariably get the most power and it it goes against what so many people on the outside are looking in going like is that is that the way it's supposed to be but then when something like what's happened in the last 18 months happens they totally buy into it like they were looking at you know uh, uh, yeah. everything going on in Syria and Turkey and Russia and Syria and the USA and stuff in 2016, 17, 18 they were fucking anyone that was wearing a red hat they were like you know stoning them to death and there was pitched battles on the streets of Berkeley and Chicago and uh, fucking Portland, Oregon and all of these fucking places like having like you know gangs of, like we don't forget that there's fucking gangs of Antifa versus gangs of based stick men in, in American flags like and fucking Captain America dressed up motherfuckers with shields and big batons having literally like LARPing pitched battles in the streets and the cops were just standing by going let them let them let them let them wear themselves out they'll sleep tonight I tell you like this <laughs> gonna sleep you know? good tonight buddy yeah get some uh, get some Ovaltine and you're gonna sleep like a baby but that's the fucking crack like I'm gonna go lay down and show them my belly <laughs> <laughs> get the best on board bro but uh, this is the thing. So, like, so, like, is that is that what happens when you just leave people at it that they'll just batter their heads off each other because they believe a thing? Like that's happening in the last eighteen, uh, the last eighteen months. Then, after four years of fighting each other on everything, like dichotomizing the whole of society, polarized everything, then they go. Finally, Biden is in. But you know what was really cool when we were fighting each other when society was split in half. So let's continue that on and just find a different reason to do that. Vaccinated versus unvaccinated. We all need to mask up. Masked versus unmasked. Like uh, trying to find the opposite and, and letting out your anger at at that. It's just very depressing to think about. Sorry about that. No, you're good. It's, like, I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, one thing that I was something you said earlier remind, made me just kind of have this thought. It's easy in the current day system we're in the biosecurity state as it's referred to as to think like to look at this through a book of revelations biblical lens where it's like we're in the end times you know they i mean even bill gates yeah. and mit are, have 666 and there's hr bills 60606 about yeah. like implantable like this the 666 patent is for implantable microchips so you're like okay this is clearly the book of revelations manifesting as prophecy being fulfilled or the people in charge are just trolling us one of the two, but like it, the, the, like when, cause I know a lot of people that are fully in the Christian camp and they look at a lot of what's going on now is book of revelations manifesting. But the one, the one thing I've been thinking about is like revelations describes all this happening as pretty much everybody is fully on board with it. Like almost nobody goes against it is how it's described as happening. Like everyone is deceived almost and I don't see that happening. I mean, around the world, we have massive protests. France, New Zealand, Germany, Australia, Italy, Canada. Italy, burning their cards, yeah. 
So I just don't see it like that's the that's the I just was thinking about that this like earlier today. It's like it seems like if <laughs> if if the book of Revelations was actually being fulfilled, then there wouldn't be all this resistance to the mark of the beast and the all that shit. Does that make sense? Well, let's put it this way. Who wrote the book of Revelations? And if I think it was John and I think he was hallucinating. If the, <laughs> if if the people who perpetuate the story of the book of Revelations, because it definitely wasn't written by one motherfucker, like that's like a, that's like a, that's like an allegory of control, you know? That's like, if you don't behave, this is the thing that's going to happen. If you don't, you know, do as you're told or whatever. I mean, maybe, uh, but it seems like a lot of that's a warning against like the tyranny <sighs> we're seeing now. At least in that book. Yeah, but the thing is, though, like, whoever wrote that is not going to write the truth. So, like, if in the book of Revelations, if they're writing, like, oh, and all the people got taken up, all the people, the the, the righteous got taken up into heaven, and then all the, the motherfuckers smart didn't people believe, got abducted. Yeah, all the motherfuckers didn't believe. They all had to stay back in hell. You know, what's that shit that David Koresh has gone on about the seven seals and all? And, and, and. The trumpets. Seven trumpets and seven seals. Yeah, the fucking yeah, the fucking Johnny Cash shit. You know, it's like, and he rode a pale horse. Yeah, and when there's a man going around the, the, taking death. names. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that 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 intro about like the 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 pale horse and his rider was death and famine and war and and like that's 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 written by the winners. That's the book that's written by the winners. They're not going to say. And, you know, there was a bunch of people who were arm, locked arm in arm and they were like, get out of here, death. Yeah, and you're fucking horse. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, they'll, they'd never write that because they want to sound cool and they want to sound like their thing won, obviously. Um, you're not going to fucking put, a, a, like, the book of Revelations is like the biggest uh, threat in the whole Bible. It's like, despite everything else and all the stuff you've ever heard about going to heaven and, you know, with the, the true Christians, like the only unforgivable sin is doubting the Holy Spirit. If you do it even for a second, you're never getting into heaven. It's an unforgivable sin and all that kind of stuff. I've heard so that said, but I've never heard that said by anybody that I take seriously. But there you go. Yeah. It's uh, it's one of these things that will kind of creep around. Like you, if you sin, you do this. People are fucking... Or not having sex because they're like, oh no, that's what Jesus wanted, and or like people. I'm fighting. troubled. I'm troubled in man. If Jesus don't help me, I surely will die. <laughs> Little butters there. Uh, butters. If people, butters. if people are like willing to fight over, you know, the the abortion chat. You know what's going on in Texas at the moment. People are fighting over the abortion chat purely from a religious standpoint because it says it in the good book not for any like medical reason or sociological reason psychological emotional empathetical it's just it says it in the bible so yeah. that's what we do right and i would argue there's just as that. much religious conviction on the other side yeah but it's not as religion it's as but science is the new religion man as, didn't you know yes. didn't you hear that's what it is right <laughs> so like if you have if you have a bunch of people who are still operating under these archaic rules and laws and they're so afraid of them and they're so hardcore into it and their whole community is based around it and their whole identity. Like we talk, I talk a lot, or did talk a lot about identity politics, you know, and people aligning themselves with, you know, the LGBTQIA++ forward slash ampersand, all that shit, right? If you have all of those people who are so hardcore into that, 
that that's their whole life. All their friends are that. Everything on social media is that. Every piece of art they consume is based around that. Their whole identity is that. So if there's ever any kind of like crack or chink in that armor, if there's ever any doubt, they they can't extricate themselves from that cohort. They can't, you know, emancipate themselves from that th- those thought processes because everything in their whole life is built around it. So they have to basically like immolate themselves in their life, lose all their friends, lose their job, lose their place they live, probably sharing with other people who are like mine. Like everything has to go. So like that's the best way to keep people in an ideology is to have them build that ideology around their whole life. And that goes for, you know, teal haired, you know, lesbians. uh, I know for uh, a fact. Sorry, go ahead. Teal haired lesbians who are out fucking, you know, banging the drum, going to every march, going all the way down to like, you know, the button down Christian housewives who are taking amphetamines to get them through the day. But they're also like, going onto Facebook and talking about like anti-abortion things with like such a horrible rhetoric. Like they're equally extreme and they're equally inculcated into their identities and into their societies and into their cultures locally so deeply that there's absolutely no way that they can extricate themselves from it. Like, of course, something like the Book of Revelations is going to hang over the Christians that are so deeply. Like, think about how many people in America are, are Christian uh, and who are devoutly, you know, inculcated in that. I think that number is continuously shrinking. Yeah, but it's enough to fucking make them be- make them believe like, oh, this is the end times. Like you were saying, that's what you said. People are like, it's a book of revelations, it's end times. I mean, like, it is kind of uncanny how, how much of that shit is coming true. But I do think that might be the elites just trolling the Christians. Yeah, too. that's the thing. They're trolling them because it's the best threat it's the best written threat from a book that they staunchly believe in. Yeah. So if they're like, "What's the best way to get all these motherfuckers on side?" We have to we have to uh, punish them for voting Trump for four years. Yeah. Let's you know give them loads of clues and loads of things to make them seem like their worst nightmare, which they take literally, which is the final book of the Bible, the final boss. Uh, the book of Revelation is actually coming true piece by piece by piece and have them shitting themselves so that if they don't behave, the thing that they believe will happen will happen. It won't happen, but they believe it. So that's the best way to control those people. Uh, you you know? touched on a lot right there. One thing it made me, one one thing you made me think of as, um, <laughs> well, you said, uh, I, I remember exactly how you said it, but basically like the, the religious we were talking about the religious right and the the scientific religious left. And it's almost like the, the on the left, it's like, I think somebody said, I think it might have been Dean Reiner of Up Is Down said, like, the baptism is the vaccine. Like, you get baptized with Pfizer, Moderna. <laughs> it's like, and yeah. but now that I'm thinking of and on the left, it's like, well, on, on, on the le- political left right now, it's God doesn't exist. And by the way, God created a shitty natural immune system. So the only way to fix everything is these injections. And on the right, it's like, man, on the third day of creation, God brought down that ivermectin pill, buddy. (laughs) Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden naming animals. (laughs) And they named named ivermectin. Four-legged friend with a long face. He said, I'm going to name him a horse. Yeah. Um, and then you brought up uh, abortion. This is the only abortion clip I have, but it's clear. Are you anti-abortion? Our delegation is duly bound to cast 10 votes. Because I'm Uncle Abortion. How about I knock you up and we get rid of the dang thing? 
<laughs> Man, I gotta get myself a soundboard. That sounds like it's fun. The future, yeah, that's what's happening. Um, um, I mean, you got yeah, the, the anti-abortion r- thing is is melting my face. I don't understand. I just couldn't give less of a shit at this point. Like, I think like I'm a, I'm with I'm I'm against outlawing like at six weeks. That's too early to outlaw abortion, and after six months. That should also be illegal to have an abortion. It's like, but it, there's there's no middle. You can't have a middle ground. It's like you got to be like, why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? We keep the baby comfortable. There's that side where it's like, get uh, the what's the governor of Virginia, the blackface guy. He's literally like, yeah, we'll we'll abort this baby a month after it's born. We'll like, well, after the baby's born, a decision will be made because we can sell these organs. Basically, is like. <laughs> That there's that yeah. extreme side, and then the other side is like, no, as soon as you come in a vagina, you can't do anything. And it's like, is there a little room for some nuanced discussion in the middle here? Like, maybe we cut it off at four months, six months. I think six months is a little late, but it's like, no, you can't have that conversation. Yeah, there's so there's so much chat like about it, and uh, the, I guess the staunch supporters of it would say because you and I are both penis and ball holders that uh, we don't even have a say in it. And I'm like... Well, well Tucker made that point. Is. Now men can get pregnant, so now we do get a say. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, it's not... It's not. That's not productive. That's kind of I mean, it is passive aggressiveness. Yeah, it is. <laughs> because, like... But it's still you know, funny. <laughs> it's still funny. But, like, it's shitty passive aggressiveness that there's some women who are like, oh, you're a man, you don't even get a say. And you're like, well... I think it's kind of a bit unfair sometimes. Like, there's so many, there's so many aspects to that conversation. There's so many avenues to go down. I thought a lot about it when Ireland was the first country to uh, vote abortion to be legal through public referendum in 2017, I think it was. Wait, so the US and had abortion legalized way before Ireland? Uh, yeah, but we were. I think we were the first to vote it in legally nationwide. Oh, referendum. you guys really? Do you guys have like? You don't really have states. I don't know much. I know the UK is basically no. like states, right? So like you have like Ireland, Scotland. Uh, oh, no, Ireland England. is not in the UK. You see, oh, it's the UK not. is the United Kingdom, so it's England, Scotland, and Wales. Ireland's and not in there. Ireland, Northern Ireland is. So there's oh. six counties up the north. That belong to England and they're actually like the sovereign land of England, but they're still on the island of Ireland. It's kind of a sore point for a lot of Irish people because they're like, oh, don't talk about that now. It's the shit that the IRA were doing all the bombings about for all those years, trying to get those counties back. I'm uneducated about Ireland. I only saw Braveheart one time. Well, it's about Scotland. About Scotland. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you want to watch In the Name of the Father, it's probably a little bit closer to what we're talking about. With uh, Daniel Day Lewis, but look, it's like I didn't this, even right? wear green last St. Patty's Day, man. I'm ashamed. Oh, I'm ashamed of myself. You get you get a punch for that in, yeah. in America, don't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So without getting into you know uh, fucking geopolitics and in the of the troubles in Ireland, uh, the, the the 26 counties that are part of the Republic of Ireland, which is a standalone sovereign nation uh, in the European Union, voted county by county to legalize abortion and it was based around um oh shit. like full on like until literally the head is coming out of the badge like how what's the cutoff oh, 
no, no, just cuts off and there's all sorts of, uh, there's all sorts of, uh, see, I'm doing all of this without notes. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to re- remind yeah. myself, uh, Savita Halapanavar is her name as far as I know right now. Luckily, I know literally everything there is to know yeah. about getting pussy. Oh my God. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm short. On, I don't have that many abortion jokes. I'm trying to work in what I can or clips. Not yeah. Jokes. So if anyone's listening back to this section, that that's going to, okay. So this woman, Savita Halapanavar, I was just I was trying to remember her second name and I knew it was Savita. Right. Savita Halapanavar. Uh, <laughs> this sounds like a made up name. So, uh, that's her name. Stevia Jalapeno. Is that what you said? Well, uh, she died in in childbirth um, in the university co- uh, college hospital in Galway, as far as I remember. And um, she was seventeen weeks pregnant, and some there was some complications. And because abortion is not legal, and the doctor couldn't, with um, I guess medical permission, terminate the pregnancy to save her life. Uh, she went into a sepsis and and she died. Um, yeah, that's not good. Texas is good. Texas is nowhere near that strict. Texas still allows any medical emergency. You can get an abortion at any time. Is uh, well, even under I, the strictest law in the U.S. So Ireland was fucked for so many years because there was women leaving this country to go to England on the boat. Do you know the 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 whole thing was like? Uh, and this was oh, you, a couple years ago. This was like. Until 2015 or 16, even even 2017 and 20, even after the referendum went through, it still wasn't made like operable <laughs> law. Hey, so Laddie, you got any abortions go. over there? Oh, yeah, we got some abortions over here, mate. Come on over. Is that how it went? <laughs> basically, yeah. Basically, they were like, I'm dying. I'd I, I love an abortion. <laughs> uh, can I get can I get a can I get a ticket? Can I get a boat ticket? And we might as well hit some of the some of the big theme parks on the way or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make a make a make a road trip out of it, but in sincerity, well, yeah, you got to hit the amusement parks on the way because you're not going to have the kid to take there on the way back. <laughs> that's the thing. You get the you get the you get, the, you get a new uh, a new roller coaster in Alton Towers called the the, the 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 uterus obliterator or something like that, right? I'm hoping the rest of this show just devolves into dead baby jokes. It, it very well could, it very well could. <laughs> I'm just I, I'm just trying to remember the information to, so that I can make the point saliently, right? So in Ireland, for years, I don't know if you know this, but there was this really weird religious, archaic religious kind of um, theocracy mm-hmm. where the church really ran the country. And like a, a, a bishop got to help write the new constitution in 1922 when we were made into a country. Uh, a bishop helped to write like the laws that the country would be built on. The church owned almost all of the hospitals, the majority of the schools, stuff that wasn't like Protestant. So any of the Catholic schools, most of the schools were all Catholic and the church got to run the whole thing. They got to teach their own agenda. Uh, they got to enact their own laws. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Magdalene Laundries, have you? Mm, no. So there was these a, a bunch of the Magdalene sisters that were... Uh, um, a holy order of nuns. And Is that really? Uh, just, I'm could be totally wrong about this, but I'm guessing it's somehow related to Mary Magdalene, the tradition behind that. Or I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. Ma- Magdalene sisters or whatever. Yeah, uh, the sisters of Mary Magdalene, maybe. Yeah, 
So they were basically like um, a, a, a cloistered order who didn't really get out. They were all kind of kept in behind walls. And uh, what they did was they took in what was called wayward girls. So, for example, if you were riding all around you and you managed to get pregnant, your family didn't want the shame of you having a baby out of wedlock because it went against the church's beliefs, la-di-da. So they'd ring the Magdalene sisters and they'd say, will you come and take her away to have her baby? And they'd come and they'd pick you up in a big black car and they'd bring you to the nearest Magdalene, whatever, uh, a convent. And most of these convents were operating as laundries, laundromats like for, you know, local hospitals, uh, local, the, 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 the priests' houses and the, the monks, the monasteries and other religious orders were just washing bedsheets and fucking clothes, like the whole working, working man's clothes and stuff like that the whole time. And they just put these girls to work. So the girls got pregnant. She's like 25 weeks pregnant, something like that. And she's starting to show. And the parents are like, well, she's starting to show. We don't want the shame on the house. Take her away in a black car and put her inside in the Magdalene laundries. And she'd have to go in and she'd have to work there until she gave birth to the baby. And then when she gave birth to the baby, the Magdalene nuns would take the baby and sell it to a rich uh, American family or a rich English family who couldn't have a baby and they wanted to adopt and they'd just buy it from the the nuns. Look how happy that baby is. (laughs) (laughs) That baby got to go to America. He was going to grow up in Offaly. He was going to be a sheep farmer. Okay. Now he's living in Chicago. He was going to be living in a total, total shithole. <laughs> total shithole. Um, so like, so like, yeah. and, but then after that, as a punishment, because you weren't allowed to come back to the family because of the shame, they would leave that girl for her whole life as a kind of a prisoner in the, in the convent. So, at 17, she got pregnant, she wasn't married, she had the baby, and then from 17 until the day she died, when she was 50 or 60 or 70, she'd just be kept in that convent, washing clothes, and never let out. And that was just totally fine. You're saying all this happened. like it's a bad thing, as if you think that women <laughs> should have rights. Like, I, I, don't, know if, I don't know if you... Are you're you going saying, dark are, on me, bro. Are you implying that women should have rights? I'm not sure what you're saying. <laughs> you're going dark on me, bro. <laughs> like that's that. And do you know what? Do you know what year the last one of those? Like that sounds like something that happened in the 30s or 40s or 50s or something, right? Yeah. Guess what year the last one of those things closed? Uh, the, hmm. Where they were still practicing that? Yeah. Let me guess. Uh, 90s. 95, man. Hey, hey! I couldn't get any closer. That's like. Eh. So in 1995, we had already had like the grunge movement. We have like Pearl Jam was like the biggest band in the world, right? We'd already had fucking Gwen Stefani. We'd had the Forrest Gump had been in the cinema. Men in Black had been in the first Men in Black had been in the cinema. Like, and there was still women who were in imprisonment in Ireland for having babies outside of wedlock. Like that's 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 great. I actually had no idea. That's pretty wild. Wild, right? So that's yeah. the, that's the kind of that's the kind of background to how important it was that Ireland voted in the right to abortion by referendum. Now, when you look at what's happening in Texas, like it's not nearly that bad. But There's so many loopholes that they can get out of it. Like the the yeah, of course, I, yeah. I don't know. It's 
I, I mean, I'm it's not being in Texas and I'm not a woman, so it's definitely yeah. being sensational, and it's being sensationalized mm-hmm. to make both sides pissed off. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's because it's causing that dichotomy because people want it. Divide people and conquer. People are angry and they want to fight. And the best thing to fight against is the exact opposite of you. So they set you up with what you are and then they show you your opposite and let you off like a rabid dog. And what's happening in Texas now, it's not as bad as they say. I've seen some stuff online. People are saying, what had happened now is if you get raped and then you aborted that rape baby at eight weeks, the guy who raped you could sue you for $10,000. And you're not like, allowed to re- you're not allowed to abort down syndrome children anymore. You think you're going to kill little mentally retarded children? Oh, don't use the word retarded, just kill them. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but that's 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 the kind of rhetoric that's coming out. And I remember in 2019 there was some law passed in New York where they were like an hour before the baby is born, you could kind of just go and just like give it a, give its head a twist. And pull it out dead and just be like, oh, well, died, uh, it's worse. Virginia literally post birth abortions where they would after the baby is born, a decision will be made, according to the governor, still the governor, Governor Northam of Virginia. After the baby's been delivered, then a decision will be made. Like if, it, if it's delivered and then it finds out that it has like some mad like. No, it's just like, do you or, want it or do you want to? Because. It doesn't have to well, have any extreme medical condition or some kind once of Once that baby's you know, already born and they can incubate it, like, after it's outside the womb, uh, the black market, you're getting 200 grand for those organs. Fuck, man. That's some, that's some fucking Chinese Communist Party. I, I Literally, it's all, shit. like, Chinese. The, there's a reason Chinese is associated with organs, organ harvesting. And we outsource a lot of that uh, post-birth God abortion damn. to them, supposedly. I know there's been... Well, the people that exposed that going on in California actually exposed the organ harvesting dealers and the doctors saying, yeah, like the longer we keep them alive, I can get like a Ferrari and I'm getting like this much money. And that was all on video. And instead of arresting these illegal organ harvesting doctors, they arrested the people that filmed it undercover in California. Do you so know the, what, abor- the abortion thing, That's- like I said, is on both sides. It's like you're either for it or you're against it. And there's no nuanced conversation to be had. But you have to have the nuanced conversation because the whole thing is nuanced. Every case is different. Every outcome You're either with us or you're with the terrorists. It's that kind of well, a this mind. is it. You're either with us or you're with the abortionists. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's, exactly. It's one of these things where where um, if you incentivize that shit, like imagine saying, you know, if you came up with like a brand new baby that you didn't want and you sell it for organs for 200 grand, the next thing you're going to have is fucking lads like having baby farms or like, do you know, some, some young one is going to be like, I know what, I ain't going to go, uh, you know, I go. I want to go to college, but I, I don't want to get into debt, so I'm going to get myself pregnant, and I'm going <laughs> to sell that baby for organs. I'm going to take the CMU, my name is Charlotte Ferguson, and I'm going to say, you know, go Tigers, like something like that, you know, and uh, that that that's going to incentivize that shit. They, they had, uh, what was the thing in India? There was some story in India about... Uh, if you had, if you if you brought snakes, there was there was I think it was snakes or lizards, snakes maybe, and there was like a, a, a an infestation of snakes. And uh, if you brought snakes over to a government agent, they'd give you a certain amount of money for each snake. Uh, so what happened? And that was we were supposed to be cleaning up the cleaning up the environment. But what happened was the motherfucker started breeding the snakes and then killing, bringing the the bread snakes dead to the government agents to get paid out 
and the government, the lads were like, holy shit, like the amount of fucking snakes these lads are finding, they were breeding them. And then they, they discontinued that program of paying for these snakes. So all the lads that were breeding all the snakes just went, ah, fuck it, and just let them all go. And the problem was twice as bad. So like, if you're going to give like a financial incentive, like selling baby organs on the black market, like people are going to get pregnant and they're going to sell that baby. Well, I, I don't, I think the doctors, it's like the, there's the mother is never in the know on that stuff. And she's not getting any of the money. Yeah, they either. just take the. They just yeah. take the. the they look just, at. Look they talk. At, they talk you out of it. They're like. Yeah. Sometimes I've heard instances, and it's hard to confirm how true this is, but I've heard instances of doctors lying to a woman about like her life being in danger, and lying that she has her health will be in danger if she doesn't get, get the baby, the baby aborted, yeah. just so they can yeah. get, sell the organs. Booberry in the chat sent me. Uh, an actual whole PDF of a Virginia law that just got introduced, allowing abortion up to the very minute of birth. Um, and I know there's other state. New York was doing that. Um, I don't know if these have passed or not yet. These are this is what I'm looking at is a couple years old, but I would I would imagine they haven't passed because especially in Virginia. But I actually um, I have a couple clips left over from last episode, like two or three. And then you want to open up the phone lines. Sure. I just wanted to say before we got off the abortion thing. Yeah. That, One of my uh, favorite topics. Doing, yeah, man. Well, <laughs> you were wanting to get you were wanting to finish the conversation before it was fully birthed. So obviously we know <laughs> that you're totally into it. It's just fucking the, the conversation was done in the second trimester. Yeah, I know how to right? pull out, man. <laughs> oh, I'm going to converse. I'm going to converse. <laughs> Where do you want it? Um, <laughs> I, I, I want to do a whole episode on Planned Parenthood. And especially with this Texas stuff happening at the moment, and it seems to be a big hot topic. Like, I, that was just a little kind of a, 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 a vignette into the history of uh, reproductive rights and laws in Ireland. You just gave me an <sighs> idea, real quick. What if hot topics started performing abortions? That'd solve a lot of problems. You said that's a hot topic. <laughs> and you can see the guy the guy coming along and he had the mask and he puts the gloves on and they're just black and white striped gloves. It's like, yeah. nurse, like this guy's done. You can get all, um, all your goth and emo gear and go in yeah, and yeah. buy an insane clown posse album and get that baby out of there all one tri- one stop shop. <laughs> With magnets. That did it work. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, like the history of Planned Parenthood, I feel, is very much overlooked. Uh, by the people who support Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood started by Margaret Sanger, who was a notorious racist, mm-hmm. originally eugenicist. known as a eugenicist, no, originally known as the Negro Project. That's what Planned Parenthood used to be called. Yep. And they involuntarily sterilized like black and disabled people and black women left, right and center. People going for a little checkup and they find out, oh, my fucking tubes all got burnt. What the fuck happened there? Like crazy shit. That's being and then and then I, I remember there was there was a kerfuffle in 2017 and 2018 when Trump was trying to um, I guess get government funding out of Planned Parenthood and people were going mental. They were like, "How dare you do this?" Like, there's a whole. I think one of the darkest and one of the most prevalent uh, conspiracy theories is like, "What's going on with the kids? What the fuck is going on with the kids?" What's going on with the babies? Why that's is the babies aborted? Where that's those a scarier babies? thought than post-birth abortion. It's like, what if they're not yeah. taking that baby away to sell its organs? What if they're exactly. taking that baby away to raise them in a sex trade? Exactly. Dude, Alex, I was listening to Alex them. Jones in the car because he's on FM radio all over here. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to, to him today and he was like, 
you know how many clones there are? You know Epstein's cloning facility? I covered that 10 years ago. And he was like, he was going on about it like today on the radio. And he, he's like, he went on this whole tirade, but it's like, you, do you have any idea how many children have been growing up in this country th- looking around going, hmm, I look a lot like Jeffrey Epstein. I look a lot like Bill Gates. I look a lot like Oprah Winfrey because they're clones of them. And they put them in a, they put them in a house with people and they, and they tell the parents that adopt them, yeah, this is a very special child. And if the parents know, though, if they talk about it, they're getting killed and that kid's getting taken out of there. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I have no idea if any of this is true, but that's the craziest but thing look, I've heard today. Dude, more and more and more. Alex Jones's bullshit or supposed bullshit is being proven right again time and, time again. and again and again. And you know what? When you know the dark, deep depths of what Epstein was at and what Ghislaine Maxwell still knows, when you know the dark, deep depths of the fucking wild shit like John of God. Have you ever heard of this motherfucker in Brazil? Joao, Joao de, de, de Deus. Uh, of Agonathia in Brazil. This motherfucker, John of God, they call him, and he he had a, a cult following and all these people that wear white. I'm going to do an episode on it pretty soon. We watched the Oak on Netflix there. John of God. And, it sounds uh, super he, familiar, but I, I, it's not. He was one of these He was one of these healer motherfuckers. You ever watch uh, Man on the Moon and, you know, like Andy Kaufman went to the, one of the, the magic yeah, healers yeah. out somewhere yeah. and they do this thing and they do a little wiggly wiggle and they pull a fucking bit of liver, the chicken liver out and say like, I got your tumour and blah, blah, blah. Like this motherfucker, like there's videos of him going up to people and sticking scissors up their noses and twisting a bunch of times and they bleed and then it's like, oh my God, I can see again. And he was going over like just shouting the cancer out of people's ditties and fucking going up and cutting people with knives and then they bleed all over their white pants. Everyone's wearing white, bleed all over their white pants and then come back and say, I, I was cured and blah, blah, blah. Uh, fucking crazy. Like he said that this entity would would take over his body and he there were like healing healing spirits and all this stuff. And he, he, you know, it was just wild bullshit. And he had thousands of people making millions of dollars. He owned this whole town in Brazil and uh, top to bottom, like owned the whole thing, like government and all the... Uh, uh, every local government everything right and Oprah even went over there and was like fucking John of God he's awesome like look <laughs> at this guy they had Bill Gates Bill and Melinda Gates went over there like look at John of God Dude, he's cool. the Oprah, Oprah has endorsed some shady motherfuckers in the past oh man John of God check it out bro this yeah. is this motherfucker for years was going like oh okay you have a sore throat you're something inside of you. Hang on one second. I'll find out where the sickness is. And he'd fucking throw two fingers up her pussy. Like <laughs> I was about uh, to say, like, this is, this sounds like the start to every porno in a doctor's office. Yeah. Yeah. Your throat's a little tight. White. Let me stick something in there. Loosen it up. Yeah. yeah. It's going to, you got to relieve the pressure, you know? And he just like, <laughs> just fucking started like fingering these women, feeling their tits. Uh, oh my uh, God. We're going to be bring, getting you knee deep in some gash. Big time, bring, yeah. bringing them into the back office, and then like having the parent, like the and, and what was mad was these parents would come to him because he's so mad, respected. Like they come and say, "Oh, our fifteen-year-old daughter, she's having terrible, uh, terrible sore, like period cramps, and she's having crazy bleeding and all this stuff, and no doctors can help her, and she's on like birth control." He said, "She's on birth control. Say no more. Bring her to my office." And then the parents would bring the girl to the office. And he'd bring her into the office and he'd fucking ride the shit out of her up against the desk and she only 15 or 16. And oh the parents were standing right outside the door and they could hear it happening. And then he'd send her out and go, now she'll be fine now, do we not know more? And 
the the woman was given this fucking testimony in the documentary going like he he do that to me you know now yeah it was totally messed up did she have any more pains no did he heal her yes weirdly but at the same time he he raped her and yeah that's well a ter- that's a terrible it, thing right? i remember like apparently and i'm sure this goes on in some circles today but apparently in 19 like 50s america no dude either they didn't know how or they didn't even try to get their wives off so it was according mm. to lore and i believe this is actually historically accurate in the 50s in the united states doctors like w- most women were going to doctors to get like the doctor to flick Figure their bean to orgasm yeah. because yeah. like no husband was making their wife orgasm ever <laughs> yeah that's why it's called hysteria cuz it's from that's like hysterectomy it's like hyster like from from the Latin for the, the I think now we have to call it her hysteria. <laughs> but that's what that's that all comes from like the Freudian school of psychology where a woman will be will be having like crazy fucking she'd be going mental because she hasn't come in months or years and they go into the psychologist's office and you you can even look up the old sex toys. They look like you know, something that you'd fix an old fucking Camaro, like some kind of weird car tool, like some <laughs> aluminium silver thing with rivets and bullets and all sorts of shit coming off it. Yeah. And it starts with, yeah, it starts like a, with a pull string, like a fucking lawnmower. Just <laughs> and just jamming, jamming these, these women. Do you know the Symbian? Do you ever see those videos where the young ones sit down? It's like a, it's like a horse saddle. Uh, yeah, I know. Those, yeah, the, I know what those are. Stuff, yeah. yeah, it's so like the, the, the girl gets. I always used to get those confused with like the bull, the ride, the bull you would ride. Ride a, the bull thing. That's what it yeah. looks like. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a horse's saddle, and basically it's just like a crazy vibrating plate, and you just sit on it, and it's like like it has women doing the fucking soprano high notes and shit. Like the, that design. Yeah. That design comes from like 1920s and 1930s psych- psychologists. Now they just have vibrators, though, and those seem to be. Cheaper and better. Yeah, just one little. They don't take up take up as much space. Two AA batteries, and away you go. But the thing is, the thing is, like John of God is a bad motherfucker. He had all of these women. He was molesting all these women, right? And it shows in the documentary all the women's testimonies and all that stuff. What they leave out of the documentary and what is actually true is that this motherfucker had a bunch of girls and he was fucking them all raw, getting them all pregnant, and then he's like, "Well, I own you anyway." So he'd keep them in a house until the baby was getting ready to be born and then he'd take the baby and sell it. So he was selling babies, right? And they did a four-part Netflix documentary and they never said nothing about it, about the baby selling and about the fucking human farming that was going on. And I'm like, why would they do a documentary on him molesting all those 200 and something women and about the court case and all the coverage, but they'd never say nothing about the fucking baby farms, which is the most salacious thing about him, the most how, awful thing about him. How much were people because buying those? How much were people buying those babies for? Tens of thousands of dollars, man. Hundreds oh, of thousands. That, they're paying way. Too, on, they're paying way too much. I can buy you for a dollar. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> but this is the thing. So they're 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 selling these they're selling these fucking Brazilian babies for tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Your man was making money hand over fist. Oprah was down there endorsing them. Bill and Melinda Gates was down endorsing them because he was curing illnesses. Like, and I'm going. Why would they not talk about selling the babies? in that documentary is because they don't want people knowing that that happens. They don't want people knowing that that's going on. Human trafficking that's, is like 
second only to drug trafficking from what I understand as far as money making. Dude, drug trafficking and human trafficking are going hand in hand because in the same fucking containers that they're shipping the drugs are shipping people as well it's the same line well, that sucks of, man of, because like i haven't done illegal drugs in a long time and i uh, when i back did them back in the day it was even then it was allegedly but i don't want my money going to that same it's the same lines of of transport it's the same companies it's the same people it's the same uh, uh you know customs officers and police being paid off to look the other way they're putting in big metal boxes of sh- with shit in them and people are being paid to look the other way. You don't think that they're going to just be transporting big lumps of fucking hash or like heroin or cocaine. Like there's much more valuable stuff that's much less weight. Do you know if you're talking Bring about like... 15 hookers now and get the drugs ready. <laughs> if you're talking about like value per weight, humans are probably the most valuable thing. If you can keep them alive, like... That shit in season three of The Wire, like all of that, you know, women being abducted and, and sent to America from Eastern Europe in containers and all. Like that shit happens every goddamn day. They're selling babies, they're taking babies off of women. And in Ireland, t- just to finish, uh, uh, there, was a, uh, there was a thing here happening in Ireland. It's called the Chewham Mother and Baby Home Scandal, where Chewham and Galway, there was a, a, a workhouse, a mother and baby home, similar to what I was talking about, the Magdalene Laundries, where there was a bunch of women just taken in uh, to to save their families from the quote unquote shame, and uh, a bunch of those kids were all like farmed out to all these families, and then they found out that they were farmed out, and they went looking for their own um, descendants or their own family, and all the records were destroyed. So they had this massive tribunal to try and reunite all these people. There was loads of kids who got to stay in the place while their mothers were sent out back out into the world, and they just kept the kids there. And like abused them, worked them to the bone. Uh, a bunch of them, a bunch of the women had kids, and they didn't want the distraction of having a child because the woman was doing such such an amount of work that they're like, well, if we let her have her baby, she's not going to be as productive. So they just go and put a hole in the fucking baby's head, and they threw the babies in a septic tank down the garden. And then the septic tank was unearthed a few years ago, and there was like eight hundred fucking babies bones 800 babies of 800 babies worth of bones found in the septic tank at the bottom of this garden in this fucking place how much of it it has to do with money and how much of this has to do with this ancient evil that has always demanded baby human sacrifice like Moloch 50 50 bro 50 50 bro absolutely like that's the thing it's the darkest longest running human sacrifice most insidious and most secret thing yeah 100% it's all about that. And this thing in Texas, I wouldn't doubt if there's going to be some fucking weird shit that's like someone will go in with a Freedom of Information Act to get the amount of stats and blah, blah, blah. And it'll turn into a national edict where it's like they're going to nationalize something, something, something about abortion. And they'll find out the real numbers. They'll find out exactly what's happening, where these b- babies' bodies are going. Like, it seems like some kind of thing. Maybe. To- to, to pry open the door Hopefully. to be able to find out more. I mean, I, I hope I, so. I agree with Hotep with it. I And Hotep Jesus and Hotep with it and yeah. Ho, Uncle Hotep. Those guys, I think, have the right idea. It was like, you can't overturn Roe v. Wade. You have to let women have the right to choose, even if you're religiously against it, because as soon yes. as the Supreme Court overturns my body, my choice, they can mandate the vaccines. And the rest... And yeah. the fucking rest. They can mandate uh, antidepressants at that point. They can mandate whatever they want. 
antipsychotics. If you if you behave incorrectly or antisocially, they can fucking put the soma into you. They can uh, you know. It, 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 it takes, you know, they, they can section eight your ass like immediately just start giving you loads of fucking calm down drugs and you end up like that that lad at the end of fucking the Green Mile just like <laughs> all the fucking If I was president, shit, I, you know? yeah. Ooh, he, he's I, cooking now. He's cooking now. If I was like president, that. I'd mandate cocaine for every man, woman and child. <laughs> cocaine or marijuana? Uh, both. Yeah. That Kid Cudi mix. <laughs> um, so I got, anyway, I, that's my rant about uh, abortion. It's it's a it's a big hot button topic. Uh, a lot of people should be talking about it more than this dichotomy, this fucking arguing. Like, there's we got to explore the nuance because everybody's was, story is different, you know. Yeah, and that was the abortion segment on Abs in a Six Pack with Gordo from Those Conspiracy Guys. Are you anti-abortion? Our delegation is duly bound to count ten votes. Because I'm Uncle Abortion. How about I knock you up and we get rid of the dang thing? All right, so I have some uh, bleed-over clips from the last episode we did all about ivermectin. Uh, did you see the latest Jimmy Kimmel? I'm sure you didn't. I, I absolutely didn't. Yeah. I'd rather go blind. I hope you had a relaxing Labor Day. It was not a fun Labor Day weekend COVID-wise. The number of new cases is up more than 300% from a year ago. Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. You do not I, that know choice what doesn't you seem are so tough about. to make. Vaccinated person have an ICU bed. Okay, so this is, I don't know if this is a joke. If it is, it's not funny. And if it's not a joke, then holy shit, listen to what Kimmel says right here. I know that choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're, that's, and the crowd goes wild. Yeah. We've still got a lot of pandemics out there. People are still taking this ivermectin. This poison, you know, the poison control centers have seen this spike in calls from people taking this livestock medicine to fight the coronavirus. But they won't take the vaccine, which is crazy. It's like if you're a vegan and you're like, no, I don't want a hamburger. Give me that can of Alpo instead. <laughs> One of the reasons these sea biscuits are opting for ivermectin is because they don't trust big pharma, which is fine, I guess, except for the fact that ivermectin is made by Merck, which is the fourth largest pharmaceutical company in the world. And even Merck is telling people to cut it out. They released a statement saying, Ivermectin has no scientific basis for potential therapeutic effect against COVID. There's no meaningful evidence for clinical activity or clinical efficacy in patients with COVID-19 disease. And there's a concerning lack of safety data in the majority of studies. Listen, if a pharmaceutical company says, please don't take the drug we're selling, you should probably listen to them. Or, <laughs> or you could just go with a TikTok posted by a disgraced veterinarian instead. <laughs> Meanwhile, these poor horses are like, hey, I have worms. I need that stuff. There are worms in my butt. Do you understand? Ivermectin did get a big endorsement over the weekend from one of America's top medical minds, none other than Sandy Hook denier slash internet lunatic Alex Jones. You know what this is? This is Ivermectin for humans. It won a Nobel Prize as an antiviral. And this is inhalable, or these are the tablets, steroids. So let me show you. I was going to do this anyways earlier. See this? See this, Fauci? You see this, Bill Gates? I'm going to kill those prions, you bastard murderers. You're going to hit me with a bioweapon, you monster. You want to suppress me? You want to kill me, you son of a bitch? You demon? You think I'm easy to kill? Think I'm going to roll over to your crap? This is on Kimmel, no. man. 
<laughs> I've never seen someone that mad drink a Topo Chico before. It's like, <laughs> Who would have guessed he'd wash it down with that? I would have thought maybe some kind of nacho-flavored Bang Energy drink, but nope. Give me a Topo Chico. Mm. I'm not the only one back at work today. Jill Biden returned to the classroom after more than a year of teaching remotely. Dr. Biden is an English professor at Northern Virginia Community College. Believe it or not, she's the first first lady in history to have a full-time job while living in the White House. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel crushing it. Everything in there was comedy gold. My guy, my guy. The crowd goes, ah, ah. (laughs) What the fuck was that, man? Terrible, man. That's the absolute state of late night comedy. Just garbage. Um, That wasn't comedy. That was a fucking, that was a, that was a, like a political rally. The propaganda hour. And then, you notice the way he clipped, he clipped out all the parts of the Alex Jones, like, there was funnier parts to that Alex Jones clip he played, but he didn't want anybody in his audience on NBC or wherever the fuck he is to hear actually what Alex was saying. Oh, what's, what's all this? He, he's literally taking ivermectin live on the show, but he says over and over. No. And Joe Rogan kicked your murdering ass, too. You'd love to bury him, too, you little this, monster maggot. This is not from Kimmel. This is the actual. He's in this National Geographic piece about... Oh, I don't usually deal with my enemies right away. I get them later. Yeah, you creep up on with a poison injection, dressed up in a lab coat, you little Joseph Mingala, Nuremberg code violating monster. You damn monster. See our little cancer proteins like that. Nobel Prize winning for humans. 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 What, 2005? Nobel Prize winning for humans. So he keeps what going. The There's a reason Kimmel clipped that part out because it is a Nobel Prize winning drug for use in humans, yes, not just horse paste. And Kimmel obviously couldn't let his audience see that part, even though it was 10 seconds after the clip he played. Yeah, but the thing is, like, even in that clip, you take it apart piece by piece and there's logical fallacies. He's arguing against himself. The first thing is like, oh, these guys are taking horse pills. And now it's a uh, fucking Nobel Prize winning medication, but it's being taken by Alex Jones, who's crazy. So there is a human version, but it's, you know, like, it's all, it's just fallacy and it's so fallacious and fucking disingenuous and propagandist. Like, it absolutely reeks of propaganda. Yeah. But like, what are they, you know, <laughs> you can't, you can't fight against that. You can't fight against that. Like, those people, it's like that, that, it's like that clip from fucking Jimmy Fallon where it's like uh, he was just doing, have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? Is it in the news? Have you heard about this? Oh, Jay Leno, uh, you mean? or The ghost of Jay Leno. No, Jimmy Fallon is talking oh, he about did. this shit. He's like, have oh, you heard yeah, about yeah. this? Have you seen uh, this? His, have you heard about this? Bit. President Obama was in the news. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, there was a bit There was a bit that was like, uh, for the first time, there's a census done for the first time in U.S. history, the amount of white people in America has gone down. And before he got to it, the audience started roaring, cheering. Yeah! And the crowd goes, ah! And Jimmy ah! Fallon was like, d- like befuddled. He was like, why are y'all cheering? What, the number of white people has gone down. But they were so programmed and so primed well, to hate white people. And Fallon, like, Fallon white people also did like a half hour ab- apology. He'd spent like a, a full half hour, an hour of his show, the late night show apologizing for when he played Chris Rock and wore blackface on Saturday Night Live in the 90s. Uh, 
But this is the thing, sure fucking what the fuck does Jimmy Kimmel what's Jimmy Kimmel after doing? He did a whole blackface thing. The man show is like is like Every you, t- you can clip, you close your eyes and put your finger on any episode of that. Just at needle any drop, point. Yeah. Just needle drop that shit and go like, "What? What's this? Let's watch it for three minutes." And there's something to cancel Jimmy Kimmel about. Yeah, like there's no, there's no accounting for it. And I know that he's his soul has been bought and paid for. Jimmy Kimmel is absolutely towing the line, and the second he doesn't. Whatever he done in his past, and there's fucking loads of it. It's all out there. The man show is there for anyone to see. He'll just be cancelled immediately. And sorry, Jimmy. Bye bye. That's it. Like they all have sinned in the eyes of their overlords to the rules that their overlords have have uh, laid out. He shall thou shalt not do blackface. Thou shalt not make racist humor. Thou shalt not make sexist humor. Thou shalt not have Joe Rogan on your show on the regular talking about objectifying women's bodies uh, you know like this kind of shit like that happened all the time on the man show um, but whatever Kimmel has a what would you say a special needs kid now and he can cry on the show whenever he, he needs a bit of sympathy. oh yeah oh, he can cry on Q that creepy fuck yeah is he cre- he's a fucking creep man he's a- absolutely the, the, the epitome of um, the epitome of fucking establishment propagandist like but that shit about ivermectin fucking boils my piss. Not because yeah, I'm like, come on, ivermectin is great. And I fucking <laughs> shares an ivermectin. It's just the I, fucking... The, the fucking, misinformation. I know the people bias, that have bought the it. The well, hook, line, and sinker. I know people that are still go, doing the horse pace thing. Oh, it's such um, a lot of fucking wankology. Like, oh, it's for horses. It's like, <laughs> dude, it's obviously... Like, why are you rabbiting uh, I, bullshit? I, You're repeating fucking... You know, basic news propaganda. Like you're a fuck, and 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 I don't use it often because I don't feel it 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 warrants it. But like you're a fucking sheep. Like to be saying that shit, repeating like ad nauseum what's on Twitter and what's like funny little joke. <laughs> Joe Rogan's a horse and blah blah blah. Like <laughs> it's quite obviously a fucking award winning, Nobel Prize winning human drug and has been used in the past. But you see, the catch is this. The catch is this. The emergency use authorization for the vaccine can only be enacted if there, and in the law, if there is no other alternative functional medication. Yep. And that's why they're going so hard against ivermectin and why they went so hard against against HCQ and all that. Because if it works in any way at all, the vaccine then becomes defunct and it loses its emergency status. In fact, there's an element of the Pfizer vaccine, like Pfizer has won the race to get the vaccine and they cut out a, a part of it. It's called, oh fuck, Cumulatron or something. Cumulin, Cumulo, c- c- something like that. Uh, Basically, it's like, the other way, the other way, like you have uh, ibuprofen is the name of the drug, and then you have Nurofen is the brand name. Let's say, yeah, right. So, uh, uh, the vaccine is you know whatever SARS CoV two blah blah blah. There's a there's a name on like Pfizer Bion Z Tech or whatever. Um, there's a name on the vaccine's medical name, but then they make like a a a, a copyrightable brand name, and then that's the thing that was passed by the FDA. So they say Pfizer is now FDA approved because that was a huge talking point against like, you know, the vaccine acceptance um, 
It's not even it's not even approved by the FDA or whatever. And uh, the the reason the reason that they did this was because they can say well now it's FDA approved. The vaccine that are giving people, while being identical to the formula that's been FDA approved, is not actually yeah that thing. And, uh, and there's some the, uh, fucking legal shenanigans going on. There's some legal like mm-hmm. contractual. The, uh, the guy that invented the mRNA technology, I can forget his name. Uh, Monroe, what's his guy? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, he he was breaking that down on Bannon's show of all places, saying that yeah, it's not actually FDA approved yet, even though they're reporting it as it is. But the technicalities behind it all and the little fucking shenanigans. You see, I've been saying this, right? I'm not a medical expert. I don't claim to be. Don't want to be. Don't want to talk See you about later, inoculator. Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about fucking spike proteins. Don't want to talk about the 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 efficacy of fucking uh, messenger RNA or you know like the the myocarditis or any kind of fucking brain swelling and uh, hydrocephalus and all this kind of shit like blood inflammation, blood clots and AstraZeneca's and all these fucking things, right? You could talk about that till the cows come home, but it's just repeating some bullshit that somebody wrote on the internet because I'm not a fucking medical practitioner. What I am is a conspiracy expert. 25 years in the fucking game, let's say, right? Smoking Hell fish. yeah. Hell looking yeah. At I'm looking at stuff through history. I'm looking at stuff that's factually true. I'm looking at stuff that's provably demonstrable. Like this shit is like real talk, fact, truth about business, about sociology, about fucking laws being broken, about uh, lawsuits, about people getting damaged by the medical companies that are now saying this stuff is good for you. You have to take it. They're after holding the government over a barrel and Pfizer the has gotten the largest criminal fine of any company yeah. in American history. Yeah, $4 billion. Yeah, And like Biden said, we choose truth over facts. Man. We choose truth over facts. I like how the crowd loved that one. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, uh, yeah okay, we so do. I got, uh, I got one clip left, and then uh, do you want to take some phone calls? Yeah, do it, man. I've been right, here for so a while. What this, I, found this, I found this one. Um, just to be absolutely hilarious. And I found this by accident, but I sweetened it up for and sent it into Adam and John for no agenda. But just in case they don't use it on tomorrow's show, I'm just going to get it out here just to put it out in the universe here. Welcome back to Yahoo Finance Live. And today's hot take, some pressure potentially mounting for Spotify after Joe Rogan, one of their podcast stars, take some heat after uh, he tested positive for COVID-19 and Akiko a lot of people taking issue with what he said about his treatment that was received after that, saying uh, in an Instagram post here that he had used Ivermectin, that horse tranquilizer drug, that the U.S. Uh, FDA, the FDA is coming. It's not a tranquilizer, you, you dickhead. <laughs> it's a tranquilizer now. But yeah, what? it's a tranquilizer. It's a horse tranquilizer. It's Yahoo News. Yeah, it's a horse tranquilizer. And, you know, like I wouldn't even be surprised if that just catches on now. And it's that now they just start calling it that because who gives a shit about the truth? Truth over a lot of people taking taking ketamine, going man, fucking hell! If that, no wonder this shit fucking makes 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 COVID disappear. I don't even feel like a human when I take it. I thought there was a fucking color there for a minute. I threw a couple a couple sound effects in and sweetened the clip up a little. Bit. For Spotify, after Joe Rogan, one of their podcast stars, takes some heat after uh, he tested positive for COVID nineteen and Akiko. A lot of people taking issue with what he said about his treatment that was received after that saying uh, in an Instagram post here that he had used Ivermectin, that horse tranquilizer drug. 
That the U.S. Uh, FDA, the FDA has come out and said, don't use it because it doesn't help in treating COVID-19. I just love the, I just, it took me a while to find it, but the, like, blow dart, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Lucas, like it's a poison uh, whatever, dart. Whatever, whatever I make, there's, like, there's so many people online going, like, it's not an antiviral, it's an antiparasitic and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it has, it has shown to have antiviral properties in other instances there's something that it blocks uh, like i said i'm not a medical dude it blocks the receptors that the 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 covid uh, disease like attaches to and ivermectin goes in and stops that like in that way it's like a preventative prophylactic for 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 uh it tranquilizes the virus yeah yeah the the virus gallop gallops into your into your bloodstream and this this uh, tranquilizes it. No man, it's such fucking bullshit. Like it's just like whatever about the medical fucking efficacy or the the factual, sh- just the the Twitter bots and the news fucking uh, robots, man. These fucking robots, like it just boils my piss. <laughs> it boils my piss that people can't see through. The fucking propaganda that they're not just going like, oh, I think yeah, a lot of people are a, a horse. Yeah, but like a lot of people aren't. Like Twitter is absolutely lighting up, and like I said at the top of the show, it, people are angry. They're still a lot of them are still locked in their houses. A lot of them still don't have their jobs back. A lot of them still aren't living their proper lives. They're fucking angry, and th- this is an extension of that. And if anything like ivermectin's coming along to jeopardize that or keep it on longer or you know whatever whatever's going to happen. Like the, these people are going to fucking push back against it, and they're getting real angry with anyone that's saying, "Hey, ivermectin sounds like a shut up, yeah, shut up." Like they're getting into fucking fights on Twitter. They're like, "Yeah, it's so it's so aggressive, unnecessarily based on like false information." They're like, "Um, excuse me, did you not even know that it's a horse dewormer?" It's like, yeah, but you know, there's a human version as well. And like Chrissy Mayer I, making already, really fun, making really funny tweets, going like, "Oh yeah, uh, f- all these all these motherfuckers out here taking ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah. Good luck getting rid of your horse headaches." Look like at this fucking prick like, over here drinking fucking horse water. Yeah, so, yeah. I, my so, favorite, my favorite one was Michael Malice. I've already brought this up on the last show, but Michael Malice on Twitter uh, tweeted out, "Free troll." Ask your Facebook friend that's obsessed with horse dewormer if the antidepressants they're on are also prescribed for pets. Because, yeah, like Zoloft, Prozac, Xanax, all that's prescribed for, like, dogs and cats. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bananas. But it's cognitive dissonance in operation, and they just put the thing out there to say, push back against this thing. This is like the new, I won't wear masks. This is like the new, uh, you know, let's let's open up the restaurants without without people without checking for vaccination certificates or whatever this is the next thing that people are just jumping on they're talking shit and it's lies it's 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 like demonstrably false information that they're so righteously holding over people and it fucking it annoys me because it's so incorrect but yet it's being slapped around so righteously so it's like ah can't even believe you're like on the side of ivermectin like it's a horse dewormer they're talking about ivermectin for the last nine months. It's but until a, Joe Rogan ivermectin's says it, it's five not a cent, less than five cents a pill. I can buy you for the dollar. Yeah, the whole it's out of patent as well. It's out of patent. It's fucking super cheap to make, and I think 
there's people out there that are talking about this um, because the FDA approved that certain version of Pfizer, like uh, I think maybe a week or 10 days ago. And then this ivermectin thing came out. And then the people who are in the know, like the Tim Pools of the world that are kind of going, hey, two and two together, looking in going, um, we can't have emergency use authorization if there's a, a, a drug that has efficacy against the prevention or the treatment of that's already in place. So if ivermectin is legit, then we don't need the vaccine legally. We can't enact the the rollout yeah. or the mandate of a vaccine because there's already a drug that works. Yeah. So what are they going to do? They're going to fucking dive bomb if, the if, unpatented, if super the, cheap, effective drug. If they couldn't push that mRNA shit, then their eugenics operation would be way behind schedule. Be a huge problem, is, and we don't want that. If it's if it is a, if it is a eugenics operation, like you don't fucking know anymore, man. I'm absolutely fatigued with it all because yeah. it's just going on way too long. We don't know anything. I'm not a medical expert. I can only go on what people are saying. But this particularly, and I haven't got like hot over COVID information for more than six months because it's all just bullshit. Um, but this particular thing, it was like the fact that there's so many people out there going horse dewormer, horse dewormer, when it's obviously a human drug as well, just fucking annoys me because it's like, why would you, what, like, why would you feel like so righteous in your, in your disdain for people talking about ivermectin in whatever fashion? Like, is it, maybe it does work or maybe, you know, in a real fucking, they're not like, Joe Rogan's awesome, you know. It's just fucking, well, it's, it's, so, be- it's, it's indicative of how broken the, the, the discourse is, like. It's because, uh, it's because they're way smarter than us. I am pretty smart, yay. Yeah. Scientists do science. Stop listening to what Joe Rogan tells you. He's a fucking moron. All right, so, uh, well, actually. And Joe yeah. Rogan will tell you that himself. He's <laughs> like, I'm a moron. I was- all right, but his show, uh, his show with Tom Segura, the the episode he did after the fucking talking about Sue and CNN I, and all that, ivermectin thing. The yep. thing he did with Tom Segura, just like the other day, I think it's maybe three or four days old from from this day of recording. He just talks about it for the first four, yesterday, maybe. Yeah, he, he talks about it for the first forty minutes of the show, and he's just like, "Isn't this a bunch of bullshit?" Yeah, like what the fuck is this? He, let, he within the first thirty seconds of the show, he's like, "I think I'm going to have to sue CNN." It's like, "Good, I hope you do." Yeah, like that'll stop that shit. Like, uh, uh, you know. The, hit him in the pocket is the only thing that, that really works like and look at we're coming to a time like I'm getting fucking hot now and it's just it's just coming up to midnight and I'm going like this fucking ivermectin talk is annoying because it's like well, it it's is a, man it's fucking annoying like because it it's so wrong it's so not true I was, I was and people are funny. so fucking righteous about it like it's 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 you know my <laughs> nipples first, hurt on the inside of my shirt because they're getting too warm like it's annoying the first you guest know? we had on was Pat Militich from the Conspiracy Farm. Oh, Pat gets in, hot. In April of 2020. And the first Bad thing bad. I said in April of 2020, like when we had him on, I was like, man, I'm so sick of talking about this coronavirus stuff. So let's just try to ignore it. And that was like the first guest episode we did. And sure enough, here we are like two fucking years later and we're still talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's do some voicemails, take some calls. I was laying in bed with COVID. Yeah, it bye. was a mild case, you know, because I was vaccinated, but really because I got the Regeneron, whatever. Everyone I know who's vaccinated has COVID and is dying, <laughs> but whatever. I guess that's what was supposed to happen. Every day they, they, they literally tell you less tin? and less to expect yeah. from the vaccine. Like you're like, I have it. I, I probably won't get it. Right. They're like, oh no, you'll get it. Yeah, but I won't get sick. Oh, you'll get sick. Yeah, but I won't die. You'll probably die. All right, here's the first voicemail we got. Anson Sixpack. This I thought this was uh, Sally's House of Sins and um, 
Well, pardon me. I was going to order uh, Mary for uh, Friday night. She was usually doing the, the Hail Mary. I like when she slaps her back with the whip and uh, I pee on her feet. I don't know if this... Did I get the number right here? <laughs> usually I go there every Sunday. And um, I was just wondering if maybe she could come to me on, on Friday. But I like to I like to do my prayers for the, the Lord uh, and, and and wank off on, on uh, all of his little children. Uh-huh. Well, let Mary know that, you know, it's not free Friday. No, I'm full of piss. All right. That was weird. That was weird. (laughs) Next one. Your your audience are special. That was, yeah, I actually, that was, I had already played the one. I didn't even realize I had already played until halfway through. I was like, oh, yeah, I did. All right, here we go. Why the fuck is everything closed? I wanted to go out and check out all sorts of cool shit on my vacation, but no, after getting up into bumfuck nowhere, everything's closed, despite the fact that, like, this place in the middle of bumfuck nowhere is like a huge urban city. What's with this? I wanted to see museums, man, and trains and shit. I'm pissed. Stuff better be open tomorrow because I don't want to have have to have, like, done all this driving and, like, not got to see anything. Man, I'm mad. I'm not con- I'm not convinced of how mad that caller actually was. Like, he's, the rhetoric was mad, but the tone of voice sounded like he was, he could have been madder. Yeah, I mean, when Jordan Peterson goes on holidays, he wants things to be open. That's the thing. Does that, yeah, can you hear Yeah. Is that yeah. guy not, did that not do it? When I go to places, I want these places to be uh, to be open. Well, uh, yeah. one would expect uh, if you were going on a holiday to have uh, to have a place open where one can uh, engage in intellectual conversation with other people. Uh, it's a, a human right. Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, me and Miss Piggy. Uh, <laughs> you've got to respect your wife. You've got to respect your home. Now you need like to that? clean your room there, Buckle. Oh uh, yeah. So you gotta be like a lobster. That was that was cold acid of Rare Encounter podcast that left that voicemail. He they'll be live here in about ten minutes or so. So if anybody right. wants to tune in, Rare Encounter. Uh he is Jordan Peterson is not typically what people associate with him. Usually he gets accused of sounding exactly like Bill Gates. Yeah, no, he has that Minnesota vibe. Is it Minnesota he's from? Canada, Michigan? but same yeah, Minnesota's oh, basically yeah. Canada. Maybe a bit more north there. Uh, I want things to be open when I get there. I'm not driving across the gosh darn country. All right, next voice. Hello? Yeah, can Hello, you hear me? Up. Yeah, of course I can hear you. I just went to you. Yeah, uh, so first off. I- yeah, hello and good day, gentlemen. Uh, excellent show so far. Enjoying it. I was wondering about the, the, the convent situation. If they're going to lock people up, women, until they're 50 or 60 years old or whenever they died back then, uh, if they lock them up forever for being, like, I don't know, promiscuous or scandalous or, or just doing anything at all, could they do that for guys? Like, could like today, like, if they could be like, oh, you fucked up, you're going to go do laundry and play video games until you die in this <laughs> beautiful uh, convent out in the countryside. Get out of here. And be like, oh, darn, you got me. I guess I'll just do that. <laughs> I'll go into the countryside and jerk off for, for a couple decades. 
<laughs> and then die on a hillside in the sun. Uh, I love what you said earlier about the about the people forgetting about shit too. Like uh, earlier in the episode, since the people goes and then it goes away. You got like the Mueller report. They did the Mueller report for a whole fucking yeah. year, and that was all they talked about for a whole fucking year. And then it was over, and then they never talked about it again. <laughs> ah, anyway, uh, great deal. Have a good one in the past. Have a good one in the past. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the there's a reason why they didn't put men into those uh, into those laundries. Number one because of the patriarchy, but another one is because uh, they knew that they'd find a way to turn it into something. It's kind of fucking. Do you really have a game of football? Yeah, come on to fuck. Do you know what I mean? There was no. Yeah. It was just. Uh, just hard to Pros before hoes, man. Bitches get yeah, stitches. Yeah, but I don't mean bitches in a disrespectful way. <laughs> I mean it as a general word for women. <laughs> is that is that the boondocks? Yes, yeah, I got a, I got boondocks clips out the ass over here. Oh man, I love boondocks. I got this so good. Way too many boondocks clips. Anyway, uh, last voicemail, and then we'll open the phone lines up here. I've learned my lesson. I'm never, ever, ever gonna smoke weed again. What up? Lord of mercy on him. What I can hit through here really quick. John of God, yes. Bill Clinton's personal faith healer. Legend has it in Minecraft. Oprah <laughs> Winfrey did some work with him, allegedly. Legend has it in Minecraft. Uh, and I want to say, like, the Pizzagate shooter's um, father or something referenced him in one of his writings. I could be wrong on that one. Not 100% sure. The uh, thing from Up is Down, I mean, he nailed it exactly. It's the zombie apocalypse, and it's a cult on both sides of the equation. Um, and the easiest way I've come to figure out to, to illustrate this is I'll recreate Piss Christ, where that artist peed into a jar and then put a little crucifix in there, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make Piss Fauci, where I'm going to have a little jar, I'm going to pee into it, and I'm going to have a little syringe. And it works because the syringe has got, like, that little sort of cross connotation to it, right? Just like the baptism juice. You do not uh, know what you are talking about. I think that would be, uh, that would be pretty non-con- uh, non-conformist. It's, it's equally offensive to everyone. Uh, and that's the, the only way. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, the hardest part about throwing a baby down a flight of stairs is, in fact, my erection. Um, I think that men should be, to make everybody happy, I think we should start inseminating men, and then they must show proof of insemination uh, in order to uh, continue with employment. Um, you know, go to the grocery store and whatnot. I uh, just I think that would be the easiest way to get everybody to get along. And that's what we need. We all, we all just got to get along. And then the six-pack. <laughs> wow. Come on, people, now. Smile <laughs> on your brother. How oh. come all your fans are all about the fucking Mick Duration, man? There's a lot of piss chat in the fucking voicemails tonight. A lot of piss. That usually happens? I don't really have... Hmm. Well, I don't see it. This is the first time we've ever played voicemails on the show. Oh, right. I'm glad we, I was there for we the, did the uh, And, like, the phone line, we did on the 100th episode, this is the only other time we even took calls. So, by the way, the phone lines are open now. Anybody wants to call yeah. in, um, please do. 
let's see. Uh, what's the, what is the phone number over here? Jeez, I don't even know my own phone number. Okay, eight. The phone number to call in here: eight six five four six five six two seven one. Once again, that's eight six five four six five six two seven one. We'll see if the uh, we'll see if anybody ends up calling in. Call uh, that up again, and I'll put it on my Discord and see if I want to call in for the crack. Okay, eight six five four six five. Yeah, six two seven one. Seven one. Yes. Oh yeah, that's probably why the piss is going on. It's OBDM, and they're about to go live right now too. Oh. Piss. A lot of a lot of live podcasts. Uh, they kind of run it like a radio network, a radio show. Yeah, you know, the uh, the phone line is brand new. We've mainly been using it to call people, like we called Hooters and Walmart and gas stations and just bullshit. Um. But usually, this is the first time we've actually taken calls. Well, well, no, we did. Like I said, we took calls on hundred. But this is the first time we've played voicemails. So, we'll see what, what, what time? What time? What, what time is it there now? Six fifty-eight. So it's about to, yeah two till seven. Okay, so there's not. Um, I was just thinking, could we could we ring like a Planned Parenthood and ask them what they do with the babies when they take them away? <laughs> Why not? Just see if somebody will answer. Yeah, if nobody calls, can't call. If nobody calls in here by the time I get Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood, maybe if I call on the, uh, well, I mean, you'd think they'd be a 24-hour institution. What if you need an abortion at three in the morning? I like what's, I like. Yeah, I think, I think you'd probably wait till the next morning if you're going to go for an abortion. It wouldn't be a, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like dirty dancing or whatever. You need to have like a a folding table and a rusty knife, you know? I like how in oh, we got a call. I like how in South Park it's unplanned parenthood is what the building says. <laughs> Caller, you're on the air with Abs and a Six Pack and those conspiracy guys. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. <sighs> oh, <my God>. ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that word? Sean in Maine. Go ahead. Shane. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? I'm sick of it. Is this Sean What's or Shane? On, bro? Is this Sean or Shane we're speaking with? <laughs> this is Seth. No, I'm no. kidding. This is Seth. Um, I realized I'd missed something, in, uh, a couple things I wanted to hit that I didn't touch on in the voicemail. Go for Ivermectin, it. you can go and find studies that they were using it to treat breast cancer. You can go onto the YouTubes and find videos of this guy that took Ivermectin uh, that was meant for a dog dewormer, and legend has it allegedly in Minecraft, he was able to cure his cancer with it. Not only does it have a 72%-ish efficacy in the fight against the fucking COVID-19, but the one thing that really gets people that have been uh, debasing it as horse dewormer is uh, the one study where it was shown to reduce male fertility by about 85% 85% in male rats. That's when they get excited. They're like, oh, yeah, no, we should push this harder now. Ivermectin reduces I, male fertility. The ivermectin. Uh, I can, uh, I'll circle back on that. And It's, uh, it's the dog one, chat. not the, it's the dog thing you're talking about? Or, or ivermectin? No, they does. were, they were ivermectin. They, oh, um, what if it's a triple cross psyop double psyop oh, triple cross they're trying to make us push back against it so we'd be like let's take it and they're like all right everybody ivermectin and then they sterilize the world 
<laughs> one way or another, they're going to get a snip. <laughs> damned if you do, damned uh, if you don't. Speaking of which, y'all touched on that um, uh, American sterilization. Uh, it started about 1909 and went all the way up to the mid-70s. 60,000 people got sterilized. Uh, most yeah, of them man. coming from mental institutions, uh, uh, youth homes, a lot of fucking um, like juvenile detention centers and shit like that. You like sleepers. And bro, they okay. they in California they accounted for one third of the total amount of forced sterilization. So twenty California is the center of hell, man. People. California is the hell, man. History books at school. California was so good at their job and Nazis put them up and they were like, hey, how do you do what you do? And the Californians were like, oh, we would more than love to oblige. Uh, there's a movie that um, James Corbett took me, uh, turned me on to. I, I went deep diving through his catalog for some uh, research for the show. And he had mentioned a movie called Tomorrow Children, which came out in 1934. So... I mean, if there's anybody that hasn't seen this movie, go and watch it. It's on YouTube. I mean, Tomorrow Children? Nuts. Tomorrow's Children, yeah. I'll put it in the show the whole notes. things on YouTube, it's free. Yeah. And, I mean, the whole movie... Sorry, it's starting to pick up rain in here. But the whole movie is... Uh, I mean, it's a year before the Nazis really took power in Germany. Uh, it's an American film. Wait, this and is saying it's a video game on PlayStation 4. Is that the same thing? <laughs> no, it's that it's that movie about the the woman who was forced to be sterilized because she came from bad stock. Tomorrow children. Yeah. Yep. Tomorrow's children. Oh, tomorrow's yeah, children, not the tomorrow. Yeah, children. yeah. Yeah, uh, it's okay. it's basically a Nazi eugenics propaganda movie, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 1934 IMDb. Because up until World yeah, War Two, like the Ameri the American establishment and the German establishment were kind of in tandem, to be honest. Wow, it's got a five point eight out of ten on IMDb. If that tells you anything about the critics that are on IMDb, yeah, but yeah, it's like it's yeah, like a prequel I mean, to uh, it's like a prequel to the Notebook, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it can't be it can't be any more boring than Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> the old the I old woman the old kid. woman dropped her uterus into the ocean at the end. Yeah, what was that about? Gross. Hysterectomy. Well, you it's not hysterectomy. Yeah. Hysterect you, hysterect me, hysterect everybody. Yeah. Ah, shut up in your face. TV. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I don't think I don't think there was, um, I know there was one more thing I wanted to hit on with you guys, but it's escaping me at the moment, so I'll hop no. off of here and clear up the line, but, uh... No, go ahead. Was, what was the last was thing? Pleasure. I don't remember. No. I don't remember. <laughs> well, You're full uh, of facts, though, man. Nice one for tomorrow's children. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. Yeah, I'm gonna ch I bookmarked it. Yeah, It'll I mean, be in the show notes. I'll check it out. Yeah, I mean, uh, that was, um, do you remember two weeks ago when we were talking about the eugenics stuff? I mean, that was, the, that was the second half of the show. Second, yeah, second yeah, half yeah. Did you ever watch that? Uh, the, did you ever watch the, the movie Children of Men? I thought you were going to say Children of the Corn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's basically <laughs> like... It's basically like uh, nobody can have kids anymore and they 
the youngest person in the world is like 19 years of age and uh, a woman gets pregnant and they have to just protect the woman until she's able to give birth to the first baby for, for 19 years but like uh, that's totally possible that's totally possible thing to happen Zika virus in Brazil everyone's afraid to get pregnant because we're going to have microcephalic babies because they all got Zika like it's fucked up and uh, who knows the, the short to medium to long term effects of, of all of this kind of shit going on on the ability to have babies 70 yeah. year old women are starting to bleed again and like bleed again bleed again they can't wait to send the police to your house to chop your testicles off oh Jesus Alex uh, uh, fuck. I just I, I did I did want to say Gordo I'm in love with your American accent they are thanks man uh, a, really good a phenomenal piece of art I think it's better I tell you, than, see, see, it's a better see American you're accent than in. most of the Americans I know Name 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 yeah. a place in America. <laughs> name 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 three places in America. I'll try and do the accent for the crack. West Virginia. Oh, West, West Virginia! You talk like that, like you not got no teeth in your head. Hey man, <laughs> West Virginia. Can you say holler? Can you say up? Can the I say holler? what? Holler. Up the holler. Up the holler. <laughs> That West Virginia, they're yeah. talking, talking, talking like uh, the, the wonderful whites of West Virginia. A creek. Like that. Go out to the back oh and do, go to the creek and do a little fishing. <laughs> mama said, Mama said, and we miss behaving. Go on. How y'all doing down there? Go on now. Man, I, I didn't see don't Bob be, and don't be in now. West Virginia until uh, it was December of 2019. And I well, watched it tr- with a couple of friends who seen it before and it was a really surreal moment because uh three all three sides of my family come from west virginia and i spent a ton of time up there uh just like taking care of our grandmother's property and whatnot and while they're they're cackling like laughing at all the insanity that goes on in this movie like i'm trying not to get fucking like get misty eyed, get teary. Like there was, there was yeah. a couple moments. I was like, holy. Oh, they sound. They sound like grandma there. <laughs> hey, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's some crazy like Appalachian <laughs> words that those people use that that's very like Irish because all of those are descended from Irish people. You know, that's why they're so mental. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. We uh we had a uh, my dad on a couple of episodes ago, and that's what we spent the first half of the show talking about was the Appalachian dialect. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, amazing. It's amazing. There's a whole, there's a whole, um, there's a whole uh, accent project that that, that that people are doing, going around collecting all the accents. And lo- there's like forty different ones in those Appalachian areas where they're using different vocab, using different like uh, uh, words that are only uh, like indigenous to that area that are from languages uh, amalgamated from the countries those people are from, like German, Dutch, Irish, Welsh. And it's just a bunch of white people all got together and lived in a little town and made up their own words. And those words have continued on. Very interesting stuff. Yeah, and they go on two more, two more places, two more accents. Go on. Oh yeah, two more states. Oh, uh, 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 well, I'm the moth man of the Minneapolis, so hit me with your best Minnesotan. Oh yeah, Minnesota. So you're up there, you're up there. Snow, snow times coming into <laughs> coming into the window there now. Hi, Minnesota. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, hey, y'all! Y'all never heard the music of Prince? He, he, he's he's mighty fine, man, Minnesota. Oh, jeez, oh, jeez! Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen a oh, movie? Oh, yeah, Fargo? oh, jeez! 
You ever seen Fargo? It's getting it's getting cold. It's getting colder up here now. Oh yeah. <laughs> negative thirty. Negative thirty past two years. <laughs> God damn. Uh well I guess we should just go ahead and represent the the health spawn that is California. That would be my last pick. So like you want you want Valley Girls, you want you want San Diego, you want I want you to gag me with a spoon. Give me with your best valley girl. <laughs> <laughs> like if it's like valley, like talking like California girls, like hi. Like whatever. I mean, it's like t- totally like hi and I mean, yeah, I'm an actress. Yeah. Sure. I mean seven inches is totally fine for me. That's totally fine. It's my first time. What the hell is thugging love? Who we want thugging love? Is that when you make love to your woman? Then right before that special oh. moment, you, you beat upside the head, snatch your person down the stairs? <laughs> Brings a tear to my eye to hear his voice, man. Oh, you got anything else, Boo, before we let you go? No, I'm a hot boss of here. It was, uh, it was great to talk to y'all, and hope you guys have a good rest of your show. Always. Take it easy now. See you there, boobs. All right. There, there goes uh, <laughs> Booberry from the Behind the Schemes podcast. He does with Lavish is every Monday night at yeah, badradio.live or behindtheschemes.com where the E's in schemes are number threes. He's uh, good fun, that kid. Great show. Yeah, he's good. He's he's, he's really good people. Um, I, I, gotta, I don't know if this will work, but we can try it. They close in like half an hour, so we'll see what they're doing. Here we go, there, laddie. What are we going to ask him? Who's going to talk? I, we I, have I'll reached talk, will Planned I? Parenthood affiliates of California. We do not offer any appointment or healthcare services at this location. Please listen to the following options. <laughs> operations team, press one. To reach our communications and campaigns team, press two. To reach our health center affairs team, press three. To reach our policy and government affairs team, press four. To reach our legal team, press five. If you wish to speak to someone at the front desk, please press zero. You want the press zero? If you know the extension number of the person, please take the lead wait on this. while we connect your call. You're better at voices. <laughs> I'm here to affiliate California. Hello there. Uh, my name is Julian uh, Moriarty. I'm ringing from Trinity College in Ireland. And I was just wondering, would you be able to answer a question or two for a study we're doing on uh, reproductive rights? Um, this is actually um, not the healthcare center. Uh, I can give you the number to one. Would you would you be able to? Uh, we're just ringing around the receptions of the different Planned Parenthoods all across America to see just if if you're able to just give us some small pieces of information about your local area. Um, you I be- cannot because I'm, this is this is a healthcare center, so I'm not familiar with anything that goes on in them. But I mean, you're on the front lines. You'd be dealing with the people that are coming in. It's just a small no, survey for the people that would be on the front line. I'm um, calling yeah, all the way from not, Ireland. I'm so sorry, but I, I, would, I don't deal with any of the patients or the public like that. 
Right. You know that Ireland was the first country to vote in uh, reproductive rights by uh, referendum. So it's it's a very important topic for the people in the country of Ireland. And it's just a little small survey just to see if you would be able to help me out. I can try, but I, I don't I don't see any of the patients. So you can I can try my best. OK, thank you. Would you know mm-hmm. how many people, how many people would go into your office on a daily basis? Just in, in gen, you're in California, are you? Yeah, I'm in California, but see, we're, I'm not a, we're not a healthcare center. So oh. Zero. <laughs> oh, you don't have any patients in your office at all? No, <laughs> no. Oh, that's very disappointing. And what, and where have I, yes. I've, I've, I've gone through the, the numbers. In what, in what field are, are, are you stationed in within the Planned Parenthood organisation? We're um, the advocacy, where we deal with the capital and all the legislators. Um, oh, that's I, what we I deal understand. With. Yeah. So you're you're the people who are fundraising and getting government I- I- intervention to help with reproductive yeah. rights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have another set of questions. Maybe I'd be able to ask you that then. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. So between uh, between uh, the states of say New York and California. Uh, who would get most funding from the government? What state would get most funding from the government to, uh, uh, for want of a better term, uh, uh, abort the, the babies? Would you um, know, would California be number one? I'm actually not sure. Um, I'm not sure about that. Would Okay. Would you know uh, if there is any kind of remuneration for uh, the... Um, how would you put it? The leftover material? Is there any kind of a, a government reimbursement? No. So the government don't pay at all for any of the material that's left over from procedures? I would not know. That That would be more of a healthcare center question. Okay. So they are the ones that keep the, I don't know, the, the, the bits and pieces. They'd know who'd take them away, would they? Uh, I, think the bits and, I think the bits and pieces is what did it in there. Was that <laughs> a hang up? Did she hang up there? She, yeah, she sure did. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought it was getting somewhere. I thought you were. Honestly, like, she seemed to be all on board until the bits and pieces. Fuck, I should have I was. Shit. I was about to. I was about to come. I was about to come interject as, like, uh, your manager or something. Like, Hey, Tony, Tony, you're, you're way behind on the calls today. How many Planned Parenthood <laughs> did you get on so far there, bud? Yeah, bits and pieces. What, you're only on your 30th Planned Parenthood you called today? Come on, man. Crack Fuck. the whip over I, here. Jesus Christ. I, I overestimated my Gaelic charm there. I thought I'd be able to get away with a, a turn of phrase like bits and pieces because I had already said the leftovers and <laughs> something else. The giblets. The oh, giblets. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, Fuck man, we're so that was that was we funny. got pretty far. That was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. For a first time, I wasn't prepared to do that at all. We could prepare to Are do you that. Anti abortion. Our delegation is duly bound to count ten votes. Because I'm uncle Rubio abortion. How about I knock you up and we get rid of the dang thing? Oh, uh, I mean, we can do. We can't call one more and end it on that, or we can end on a high note where we just ended. Oh, I, you, I, I know I, we've already gone I, over time. I don't think I don't think I have the heart to do another one. Like yeah. it was just that came out of nowhere. I was like, "Who the fuck am I? What the fuck am I doing? What am I going to ask?" I wasn't prepared I, at all. Yeah, but I, I mean, managed to get a couple of answers. Like pretty shit. good. That was really good.
Um, oh man, you 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 have I'll to, definitely be doing that when I'm doing you my own charm, show. Man. You have the charm for sure. You can put on the charm like nobody's business. Fuck, man, I think we should. I think we should probably end it here. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> bits and pieces. What the fuck? Bits and pieces. <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. That's that was the good, that was good though, man. That was this was has been really fun. I'm real glad. Yeah, go crack, dude. We had a real blast, and uh, yeah, it's obviously uh, those conspiracy guys. But what's the what's the best uh, way for people to get to all of that in one? Because uh, I'm oh, subscribed I mean, to it on the podcast apps, but I don't know which. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm really. I'm in. I'm in transition. I'm in flux at the moment. I'm really trying to uh, consolidate all the material. The website, thoseconspiracyguys.com, is probably the best place to go. But um, yes. it's kind of looking a bit shit at the moment. I'm trying to get everything together. You know, like there's supposed to be videos and uh, the, the deep dives and true crime stuff. And I'm doing these thing called spotlights, which is like taking some of the more uh, interesting parts of the deep dive that we couldn't put another hour onto a six hour episode and just kind of plucking that out and, and it's like mini deep dives but it's just me talking doing the 45 minutes kind of documentarian style um, bunches of interviews bunches of swap casts like this where we get to it's the best way for me to be able to talk about the current affairs and the current issues in a conversational way where it's not too I'm not going mad about notes and I can just have the crack you know um, but it should all be together in doseconspiracyguys.com Hell you can yeah. find everything that I put out uh, you your, on the, the podcast apps on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts, um, Audible, <laughs> we're everywhere. And, um, and you, when did you start this? Because I remember like years ago hearing your show um, for 20, the first 2014, time. 2014, bro. 2014, yeah. yeah. So it was like, it was before Tripoli started his. Because I think I heard you like yeah. before Tripoli, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. Three. I was on I was on Sam's fourth episode. He yeah. got in contact. He said, I'm gonna try this thing, bro. I'm doing punch drunk. <laughs> I, I wanna facts, try conspiracies, man. man. I got facts. Got these got Eddie Bravo in the pocket, bro. <laughs> oh, I um, love Eddie so much. Oh, he's fucking Yeah, wild. And of course do you ever do the union of the unwanted? I know Midnight Mike from OBDM and Sam do that. I get the invite. Uh sometimes I can't join because them motherfuckers go at nighttime. And I'm in yeah, bed. and it's just like, like said, we have it's so many people on one call. It's like, ah, it's good crack though. It's, it's like great. I was on one. I was on one where basically everybody that I've ever listened to on a podcast is on <laughs> it, like James Corbett and fucking <laughs> crazy Sam and fucking Greg Harlwood. Like everybody was. There. I was like, <laughs> and then they were like, anyone else have something to say? And I was like. I've got something to say. <laughs> Talking with Char- Charlie Robinson breaking his fucking shit laughing and all. It was very funny. Like, um, but yeah, yeah there's the, been the some good ones. Unwanted. We're doing one. We're doing one next week, I think, for for nine eleven next Monday. Okay, oh, um, for for the nine eleven. Uh, By the way, happy nine eleven, everybody. Yeah, it's conspiracy Christmas. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I'm on all the podcast apps, but there's there's uh, maybe seven or eight hundred hours of stuff public, and then I have another four hundred hours of like the video episodes and uh, season one and two aren't the best of audio quality. So I decided to put them kind of behind the paywall because they're shorter and they're not really representative of the show as it is now. I think the show is a lot more polished. It's a lot more factual. It's a lot more, the notes are done better and it's, they're longer and it's just a different vibe. So I put the, the those all behind the paywall and Patreon. So if you want to get onto Patreon, you can get nearly everything and it's like $2 and you get it all ad free. Reopen that um, 9-11 investigation. Yeah. What really happened there? So yeah, those conspiracyguys.com takes you, you have the Patreon and you got merch everywhere. linked. You got the whole shop and everything. The whole thing. You said and this looks bad, but link. this looks really polished to me, man. It looks good to me. 
Yeah, it's just, it's it's a bit hokey. I I I was working with it. See, I'm do, like I'm a one man band, so I'm literally doing everything myself. Yeah, same here. I'm trying to farm shit out. Like I got to pay somebody to fix the website. I got to pay somebody to do this and that. I just went with Squarespace um, because I'm a I've been worked with HTML since I was a kid, and my dad was trying yeah. To- I'm doing WordPress themes and paying lads to do stuff. And, but I spent like I, I, to start the show. I, I started in 2013 and, and taught myself how to make websites taught myself how to do podcasts like for a year before we released the show so it's all kind of self-taught you yeah but um there's a tap link taplink.cc slash those conspiracy guys i'll probably send it to you to put in the description here and that has yeah, all whatever you want man send it to me go. i'll put it in the show notes and yeah, you man. you guys uh yeah i hope more people will hop on your patreon because you guys do i mean the shows you do are super in-depth and way yeah. more down down and dirty and thorough than pretty much any other conspiracy podcast and you, and they're really funny too. Um, so yeah, it's, I remember that, uh, the Oklahoma city bombing one you did got me back down yeah. the rabbit hole in the Oklahoma city bombing. Cause I hadn't thought about that in years and I ended and nobody up, has, nobody yeah. has, that's in Waco then as well. We did this season yep. and it was like, <laughs> after I yeah. heard that Oklahoma city bombing one you did, I ended up watching like three Oklahoma city bombing documentaries the day afterwards, just binge watched. <laughs> but this is the thing when you're going back over that history, Something from our childhood, like you're probably around the same age as me in your 30s, something like that, are you? 27. 27, shit. So you weren't even like properly grown up when that shit happened. Like I, I don't was, think I, I was, was born, like, maybe, maybe, well, maybe what, yeah. was, what year was Oklahoma City? I was born in 94. I should yeah, know. So it was just, it just, you were two, you're in diapers or whatever. 96. But like this okay. shit, this shit happened and, uh, I, you know, I was starting high school and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like it, it kind of caught me. And then you might look at it then in your 20s smoking hash and now I'm looking at it in my mid to late 30s going like oh that's why like the oh, context yeah. of it as stuff reveals itself or the context of history when revisited and re-examined with current information tells a whole different story man so that's why you know we're looking back over all of this stuff and uh, history history is the window through which we examine the present mm-hmm. you know I was um, I was I less that, than a year old when that happened I was seven on nine eleven. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't remember. That. But yeah, that's the thing. So like, so like, um, uh, the Taplink has all the stuff. Like, there's a Discord server where everybody goes in, hangs out, and has the crack. And it's easier to talk in there than it is on Twitter because you get fucking you know, booted off Twitter and shit. Not that uh, you know they're in there fucking going mad, but it's just a little bit of a comfy space for those conspiracy guys fans to share inside jokes and share memes and links and hey, watch this. And there's a documentary channel and people share shit and it's a nice little community. About three and a half thousand people in there now, and uh, re- real nice kind of stalwart fans. Um, but yeah, man, the fans are amazing. Yeah, I'll have Podcast to hop in there. Amazing, I'm in the OBDM Discord a lot. I need to get in yours. Absolutely do, absolutely do. And um, yeah, the fans are amazing. Like they could, we couldn't do it without them. That's the thing. So it's uh, I I I knew in 2014 that this shit was going to be good, and I knew in 2016 it's like this shit is going to be great, and in 2018. It became a full-time job, and I'm like, this is the fucking shit, man. And now, do you know, after everything that's happened in the last 18 months, I was like, I was right! I was right! Like, yeah, Conspiracy Theory is the new rock and roll, man, and I'm just really glad that um, we got to get on the crest of that wave. I I, I, I was standing on the top of a mountain that grew under my feet, and um, I'm really, I, like, I'm proud of myself, but I'm also kind of, I feel a bit privileged to be here, and uh, we're going forward into the next year with some amazing stuff happening. Uh, I won't give you the scoop, the exclusive on this show, but just keep an eye. Uh, those conspiracy guys about to 
go supernova. For sure, man. So. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of everything you've been doing. So keep doing it, man. It's you're doing the Lord's work for sure. And um, they, I, when you were on talking with Mike on OBDM, did yeah. he, you were uh, you're on tour or you're about to be on tour or what's going on with that? Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing a tour in the UK. That's if they let me get on the plane without the vaccine. But uh, doing a tour: London, Birmingham, Manchester, Newcastle, Glasgow, and Liverpool. Uh, all in the, the last two weeks in October from the 17th to the 28th. Uh, tickets are like about 75% gone for all of those. So if you want You're not going to make it out to Tennessee, I don't guess. Not, not, did, yet, not man. They, not won't let me, they won't let me in. I tried to get to America before and the, that <laughs> visa motherfucker like, so, yeah, hurts my heart. But eventually I get there. Eventually yeah, I get yeah. there and, and, and Netflix or Hulu or some of them cons will fucking pay me to go. <laughs> and we get, we get to, we get to have a look around finally. But um, yeah, for the meantime, we're staying in the UK and I have a gig in, in Dublin in uh, January 2022 in Liberty Hall. That's going to be really good fun as well. Awesome, um, man. Special guests at all. We're going to do a David Icke walk and talk with a, a, a super powerful PowerPoint presentation. Wait, <laughs> and, wait, wait, um, wait. Say that again. You have... I have. We have guests for all of those shows, hopefully, uh, be able to come okay. in and have a chat with us. And awesome. then I'll be able to do like a walk and talk, like a, a kind of a... Not a stand-up type of thing, but a, just a kind of a a presentation. And each each show is going to be different on the UK tour. It'll be a bit of a different topic. And um, yeah, I get to interact with the audience and have the crack. And there's if you want to find out what a Those Conspiracy Guys live show with me is like, I think there's three or four of them on the the public feed on, on the podcast apps. So if you go into like, I think there's one at the Dublin Comedy Festival or the Dublin Podcast Festival. There's one at um, the Cork Podcast Festival. There's... One from a, a gig in London before in 2019, uh, uh, and there's a recording of that there. So it's all good crack and super casual and and really fun and funny. Um, I always have a good time live, and it's nice to be with people, man. It'd be weird to be in a room with people now after the last while, but I'm looking forward to it big time. Yeah, I never stop being in rooms with people. <laughs> I just like in you know, Tennessee, like we had we locked down for like maybe a week two weeks yeah. tops and like in like right when COVID started in March, 2020 and within like 24 hours of that lockdown and everybody in Tennessee was like, fuck this. Like nobody cared. Yeah. You can't keep a good Southerner down. There's shit to be doing. People to yeah. be seeing and we got guns know. to shoot, buddy. Come on now. Yeah. We got barbecue Place to, to make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, That's it. Well, th- thanks so much, so much for having me on the show, man. Appreciate for it. For sure, man. Hey, uh, meet us in the chat. Long time listener. I think he's been the, listening to you guys since the beginning um wow he's he's in the chat and he said uh he does a, a podcast called Metis pod where it's uh What's short short stories uh Metis d-e Metis on twitter i'll put you in touch Metis. with him because he said he said uh he loves he'd love to have a you narrate one of his short stories if you want to oh, get I'd 100% with him. do that yeah do send me an email yeah i'll Info put you in touch with conspiracy him. guys yeah absolutely awesome Thanks well, cool, man. man. Hey, I had a blast, and uh, I will uh, I'll holler at you here in the future. I'll send you this when it gets posted, and just whatever, like I said, you want me to link. I'll uh, make sure everybody checks out uh, thoseconspiracyguys.com and all the relevant info, man. Thanks again. This was really fun. I'll be putting this on my feed as well as part of the Swapcast, so if you want to tell people where to get you, oh, okay, would probably be the time. Yeah, uh, absinasixpack.com but the easiest way to get there is shitmyass.com uh, shit Christ. My shitmyass.com ass. and for the live show Get it's the- podtard.com 
for the live show and chat room. You got the yeah. best URLs, man. Amazing. Yeah, it was abs like seven pack. bucks for each one. I was like, and, and fuck, abs in a six pack was so hard to spell to tell people where to go there. Like those conspiracy yeah. guys, everybody knows how to spell that. But abs in a six pack was too confusing. I was like, I need a domain name. Ship my ass was available. Perfect. Got it. Shipmyass.com. Yep. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, we've had, uh, I mean, you obviously, we've had David Icke on, Alex Jones popped on not too long ago for a couple minutes. Uh, it's been it's been a wild ride. It's been fun. That's that's some <laughs> that's some fucking high level. Like we had guard off those conspiracy guys, and David Icke and Alex Jones. Like that's that they don't that that's not the same. Thing. We had <laughs> that's uh, the same thing. We had Dvorak from like, No Agenda on a couple weeks ago. It's fucking been, hell, it's man! Been great. No, they're, dude, I'm a huge like, fan of you, and I love what you do. So keep doing it. I'll <laughs> let you go. I've, uh, I've, uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Have a good night, man. You too, man. Bye. Bye, bye. All right. Well, I still got the stream going for a couple minutes. Actually, no. I am going to cut the stream off because Rare Encounter and and uh, OBDM are live. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, until next week, leave me alone. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you are still here. I was talking to the chat. Yeah, okay, here. so until next week, leave me alone. <laughs> that was good fun, man. Thanks so much. Dude, it was great. Abs in a six-pack! A-B-S-N-A-6, the number, P-A-C-K dot com. It starts with a war growl. It starts with getting fired up, staring at yourself in the mirror and showing some teeth and saying, I'm a human being. I have dignity. I'm going to resist. I'm going to start recognizing the propaganda. I'm going to break free from it. Humanity's going to come together. You punch me, I'll pull your arms out of your sockets. I'm sick of your crap. I'm sick of you raping my country. I'm sick of you shutting our country down. And I'm sick of you telling me how patriotic you are all day. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of it. I refuse to go along with this. And I'm seeing through all of your lies, Barack Obama, you wicked, wicked devil.
testosterone's going up. This happens every time I start working out a lot again. I'm going a little bit wild today. Excuse me.